Certainly. And after I do some surgery. Oh my god! <laughs> I've been thinking about some stuff. <laughs> it's always a bad idea when the mad scientist has been thinking about some stuff. Um, anyways, uh, we have a, uh, a, a, I'll call this a rump meeting of the uh, Sky Raiders of Lemuria. We're just bringing um, uh, Rusty, uh, Mr. Williams here, up to speed on what happened last week. And he seems to have some, some, some doubts and reservations about this. <laughs> Uh, many of the events that transpired, but the bottom line is the uh, and some the, innovative solutions. Yes, the tower, <laughs> the tower of the uh, uh, the tower of the Terra Arcanum is filled with guys who are duplicitous and tried to steal your charts and had Manny working for you the working for them the whole time. They claim that there's no way out of the Hollow Earth until you revealed that there's a because you guys went way. in and out. Correct. You know? um, they uh, they they didn't say whether they had any. They sort of implied that there was communication with the surface world that there's. Uh, a chapter on the surface is not just inside. But uh, the uh, the other thing I wanted to throw out is that when you guys are getting the marvelous tour of the um, uh, of the tower, uh, the thing that everyone oohed and hot over was that there was an observatory at the top of the tower with a giant, you know, Victorian bronze, you know, telescope which they used to look at the interior surface of the Earth, of the Hollow Earth. Right. Um, so they've got this, uh, and I think they actually pointed out Atlantis, the actual city. Like, oh, there it is. Wait, we can actually see it from here through yes. the telescope. Yeah, it's not in this quadrant of. It's basically on the other side of the, of the globe. The globe, inside which the globe. Is, which is why they're not currently bombing you. But um, <clears throat> uh, wait, if they can see Atlantis, they have a straight path of uninterrupted vision. Not really. No, uh, the sun's there. Their sun is there. They can see certain parts of the surface, but they can't see directly across the. the... But but they can see Atlantis. Yes. Yes. It moves. Atlantis is a moving. Oh, I see. So they can sometimes see Atlantis. Yes. Okay. Mm. All right. Yeah. Uh, it, it, yeah. Since it's why a... is it that they are safe from Atlantis here? Uh, because uh, Atlantis up a is up a fjord. The, the blood bay is up a fjord. Yeah. And Atlantis cannot get close enough. Up your fjord. Is up your Atlantis fjord. not a flying city? No, it's the it floats it's in the water. Oh, okay, okay. Sorry. There is it's... that. There is that city of the Hawkman. Yeah. Called and... the Airy, and that definitely can come near this place. Absolutely. Right. And whether or not Atlantis is actually Atlantis and not just an out, the last outpost of Atlantis, which could be this entire inside, we don't know. And I'm not smart enough to know that, so that's player knowledge, not character knowledge. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, but uh, so these Terra Canum guys, uh, they're, they're, they claim that their mission statement is can't let anyone out of the Hollow Earth uh, because, and can't take, can't take back secret knowledge because it'll, it'll we'll blow up the planet. You're which is anathema to any mad scientist who knows that all knowledge is good. You know, of course we're going to be able to handle it. What are you talking about? I object to this pejorative mad I'm science. I'm sorry. <laughs> super. All right. You're we'll a super, super science. Scientist. Super science is the less pejorative term. All right. All right. Not mad. Plus you can say super science. There's that. Everything I do comes from a moral compass. <laughs> With a magnet. <laughs> Jammed in there somewhere. Hey, compasses operate differently here. <laughs> <laughs> there was a, a line somebody threw out that was, uh, it might have been Bowie in, um, in the, uh, when he was doing Tesla. Yeah. In um, The Prestige. Yeah. Um, uh, a man's reach is, it's not that a man's reach exceeds his grasp, it's that uh, it, it exceeds his nerve. You know, what, you, what you ask for is not impossible, merely expensive. 
<laughs> I just thought, there's the there's the mad scientist quote I want. Yeah. <laughs> super science. Super science, excuse me. It's like, yes. Your reach is only it only exceeds your nerve. I just I have a whole vision for how all this is gonna come out. That. So um there is trash. There's a lot going on here. So uh these guys uh again have a hell of a security system. Uh and um the last thing that people wanted to do, and since your character would have been there, you should, you should get your two cents in on this, um, is having uh, shot Manny in the foot uh, with the with the uh, sound gun. And I don't know if you were here when everyone decided that the sound gun breaks bones internally. That the sound weapon, you go, and bones just go, crack. And so everyone, everyone decided that's how the sound gun works, is by shattering bones internally, by vibrating them apart. And he's like... Everyone decided it's now the worst, most horrible weapon oh, ever. Oh, how it worked. Um, they use it to break Manny's, all the bones in Manny's You guys blood. know how bullets work? It's hydrostatic shock. That's what causes the bruising in the internal. Clearly, exactly. We don't know how these things work. <laughs> so so clearly, do, we need our, Matt, I mean, super science super to help scientists. make our, our, our inhuman weapon more <laughs> human sound. Our moral sound. compasses. Compromise. <laughs> Stranger. So, um, they, uh, they've got May to admit that he had worked for these guys who did sabotage the airship earlier. Okay, I have a question. Yeah. What could they offer Manny since they can't send things to our world? Well, that's the thing. See, Manny's original mission was to make sure you never got in the Hollow Earth. No question. Definitely. Now that he's here, um, he's like, well, remember, he didn't go to the meeting where they said, we can't get into the, we can't. Get out. Okay, but what? Does Manny hear some voices in the out of the air promising him riches? Yes. Yes. Literally, he actually, he, he, literally, he literally said, yes, when they asked him, how did they communicate with you? He was like, they, they, can, they can think in my head. And then I must do it. And then they, As they, if he wasn't in control of his own body at the time. Oh, so he wasn't actually, this is not a for rewards or gain. They um, actually got some sort of compulsion. Well, there was supposed to be gain. But this last one was compulsion. Yeah. You know, there was supposed to be for gain. There was a salary. You know, there was going to be, uh, you know, rockets and that sort of thing. But um, <clears throat> this last one, he got the message from them, you know. Oh, he's been working for them long term. Yes. Except for the fact that they can't actually give him anything. He's never gotten any salary or any reward. No. If there's a bank account on the surface world that, 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 that's filled with zeros, you know, there's a bunch of zeros on it. And then the number, uh, he's not seen it, and he's not likely to see it anytime soon. He'd like to get out of the hollow earth. Thank you. And what, you know, you know and, and as far as, because he didn't go to the meeting at the tower, he didn't get that big message about how, oh, there's no way out. Yeah. You know, the guys who called themselves uh, the, the masters, Felix, Ivan, and and, uh, and George, they're all like, you know, we're, we're castaways, just like you. Yeah. You know? We found our way into the Hollow Earth, and then we just, you know, we made the best of the situation, and we went, went to work for these guys. And they were 20 years German, ago. French, and <clears throat> British? It was British, uh, French, and um, uh, uh, and Russian. Russian. A, Brit, a French and a Russian walk into a tower. <laughs> I, hmm. I may have suggested that we take over the Aerie and start our own empire. Yes, uh, that, I, that was suggested. Well, actually, I've been planning this. I've been actually pondering... How you're going to take over? <laughs> I mean... The Principia Rationale. You'll notice that, you know, uh, as far as, you know, what to do when you get to the Hollow Earth, Flint <clears throat> has expressed absolutely no interest in leaving 
all over earth. What would that whole king of blood bay thing going for him? Yeah. It's, it's not hot. Oh. It's not that hot. Um, yeah. Um, what's he going to do? Go back to the service world and be poor? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Be not the king? Uh, so I'm going to grab some water from the, uh, from the kitchen. So uh, the most people wanted to cut Manny loose and say, hey, you can just go back to the uh, your your creepy bosses in the tower and they can decide what to do with you. No. 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 And of course there is that problem where he is the pilot, one of the two pilots and is the better of the two pilots. So do you have an alternate an alternate plan to suggest? Do you want to hear it as it unfolds, or do you just want to hear the whole sweep of it? Well, let's hear. Well, I don't know. These are the player characters. So Does I've been wanna... I've been worried and obsessing about. My whole plan is to actually stop the the um, Atlanteans. Okay. Because in fact, what I want to do is I want to save mankind by bringing them to the Hollow Earth as a way of protecting them from what I think is the burgeoning coming World War. So I've been trying to think of how we actually get to other planets and interstellar travel and things like that. So the reasons I came to the Hollow Earth were because of power, because of time dilation that I saw between the Hollow Earth and between, and, and I thought, oh, I see all of the tools I need to actually do interstellar travel. And yet, boom, right here, under my dimensional nose, is an entire other world. Mars, Mars. Mars. We've got yeah. a whole other world here. Yeah. And, and we've already proven our ability to go to this world. Meanwhile, here's the Atlanteans who are stopping mankind from achieving their technological um, uh, progress. Potential. Yeah. Potential. So, they have to go. <laughs> and for them to go, we need to have an organized power. And here is the only power base that's actually protected from the Atlanteans. So I've been thinking, how do we get Kid under our control? Because, um, you know, these people aren't used to any sort of... When you said Kid, you meant you just said Captain Kid. What is, what is this guy Flint. Flint, sorry. Um, Flint. We promise him more. We promised him what? More. More what? Whatever he wants. That's the whole, I mean... He's one of those people like the wizards. <laughs> well, give me stuff! It'll be quite a lot! Well, we'd also need to get rid of them as well. He's acquisitional in terms of, like, he just will, like, hey, you know what we should do? We should start, like, taking over other outposts, and that would make you even richer. Yeah. And you got more people working for you, and... Yeah, I just, I just, the problem is when you're at the top like that for a long time, you start worrying about people coming after you. And when they see that we're organized... They'll come after us. When you say they, you mean the Atlanteans? No, um, I'm thinking about um, Flint. Flint. Okay. I mean, eventually the Atlanteans will come after us, but that'll be a long time before we show up on our radar. But, you know, of course, my I'm, I'm thinking, how do we get influence and how do we start changing this government without having to become part of the government? Mm-hmm. And that, to me, the most direct route is force. <laughs> <laughs> well, force is always the most direct route. So now we have this sort of material which can change shape and volume based upon sound. Yep, the orichalcum. So what we do is we take a little bit of orichalcum, we plant it surgically into someone's brain, <laughs> and now we have the ability to hum a little ditty. <laughs> wow. 
Oh. Wow. And and suddenly his brain explodes. I'm just saying. I'm just saying you can make people's brains explode. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm fairly sure the first thing I want to do is get Manny in the lab and start, you know, actually. <laughs> <laughs> they can talk to him. Uh, How are they doing that? There's probably got to be a receiver in there somehow. Oh, so my God. You just have to see where it is. Well, also, that would freak Flint out, though. When what? Like when people's heads start exploding? That we can do this. What, are we going to advertise it? It'll just be like a little song we whistle. Hmm. <laughs> wow, you went with a Disney song, too. <laughs> yeah. just, how, how appropriate. When did, 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 did Wizard of Oz come out already? Because you could maybe throw in a little, if I only oh, had a brain. <laughs> Bam! <laughs> All I remember is that Snow White was the, uh, the one of their earliest. Uh, yes, she was. Snow White was. Uh, whistle while you work. No, 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 way early. Mickey on the steamboat. Steamboat Willie. Steamboat Willie was Mm -hmm. definitely up by now. (laughs) I can't remember how it goes, though. (laughs) So, I'm just saying, we have this little tune, and, you know... Nothing common that someone is going to just, like, walk down the street. Yeah, Someone's whistling mm, in. That's a good point. (laughs) Right, and I'm not saying that I want to be, you know, blowing people's brains up. I'm just saying I don't want to be betrayed. This is a land of betrayal. What if we... There has been a number of examples of that, yes. We know people uh, drink colloidal silver, or they basically liquefied metal or metal in solution. Yes. So we could... Yeah, let me do it for you. We could get um, the auric calcum in solution. Yeah. And people would drink it, and eventually it would build up in their system. And? And they wouldn't be able to get it out, and that way we wouldn't actually have to surgically implant anything. We could just have them drink it over a period of time, saying their wine. Yeah, but I mean, I've got to... I've got to... I hate to say it, but that's... Uh... If, if that could work, that is if the, if the tiny amounts of orichalcum, which who knows if it's going to be like heavy metal poisoning, but like mercury, <laughs> um, getting into something that way might be a lot easier than cracking a, a skull and inserting it. Drill. But also, Drill. What, what could we, I mean, maybe rather than whistling a tune, we could make very subtle vibrations and change their behavior or make little zombies. Like a, a zombie army. None of us have biology. Well, and well, that's the reason that stops us. Right. Right. does. She may object to this plan. I'm not sure. Her, her her love of science always seems to tip her moral compass a little. Oh, and Ryan's learned. Planted in an ape man. Well, yes. That that way, it's not a crime against nature. <laughs> it's. It's just science. It's not a crime against nature. I have some movie about a mad scientist on an island, really low budget, like 40s film, who implants all these monkey or gorillas with his, he's trying to take over the world with his. Is it, uh, is it, is it, is it Bella? Does Bella do it? Bella, I guess. I can't remember. Is, is there a, is there a colander strapped to somebody's head at some point? Because that's when you know you've really arrived in mad scientists. If somebody has a colander. With a, with a chin strap and a bunch of wires sticking out of it. Oh, well, that's the first step of Manny's examination. <laughs> Bring out the colander. Um, all right, well, um, um, the my player characters are already planning a zombie army. Um, he is. He is. I just can like keep my tub. <laughs> I'm a theatrical producer. I imagine the show. Wow. Well, I'm just saying we're very few people. 
Unless we spend all of our time investing in the politics of this place, we'll, we'll could, never be able to control it. Well, that's presuming this few people can control the place. Um, it is very large. I suppose it'd be like a global domination scheme, really. Well, that's why we just need our lieutenants. We need our lieutenants who are un- <laughs> faithful to the end. <laughs> Whichever way that turns out to be. <laughs> I, I, just, I just want to factor in that we've, we've gone from taking over a town to world domination. You went there. I started there. <laughs> <laughs> there was no progress for the, ma- the super science. Super science. And I still don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> Kenton is not the sharpest dick. Nope. Um, so he'll be the front man. <laughs> he looks good, though. So we cannot get many... Looks good on a stage. That's true. I and if, we, stage. If, we get, if we just get a, a soapbox under you, no one will know no that one you're dining. True. No one will know that you're David Miscavige. <laughs> <laughs> so we can't, we, can't, we can't give many back before we do any surgery on them. Um, I, okay, I'm just saying. Throw it out the there. softer alternative? Killing him or doing my surgery? We use the sound weapon to stun him. And then... Somehow, we must have some kind of anesthetic. I mean, we won't be cruel. I mean, I was to say, if there's anything left over in your baggage, I'm sure there's some anesthetic. Yeah, but now I have chemistry. So, now I've got the ability to make it. All right, you could you could synthesize some yummy, oh, yummy uh, anesthetic. They, that might, I wonder if they have drugs here. They do. Oh, yes. There's right. drugs. What do you mean? There's apothecaries all over the place. Some of them are recreational and some of them are business. In the Middle Earth? Well, or in Blood in Bay. Oh, in Blood Bay. Because I was thinking, absolutely like, apothecaries. Because we could start like a massive opium. I mean, we could introduce something they don't know. Oh, there's, 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 they have the opium beds. Mm. Yeah. They're, they're opiumed up. Because mm. they came from our world. <laughs> they remember what they missed and look for it. Hmm. But I like the idea. So, I mean, like, just, just saying from your point of view, how would a good structure work where we don't necessarily have to take over? But we have all of these different pieces moving against each other so that they're focused on each other and not on us. Well, you clearly want to take a crack at the... And your goal, though, is do something with those dirty, dirty Atlanteans. And mm-hmm. they're and they're, and they're going around and I guess you'd call it mowing the grass. When anyone starts to look like they have their shit together in the hollow earth, the Atlanteans show up and wreck it. What yeah. if we get the Aerie to declare war, we trigger a war between Atlantis and the Aerie? I mean, whichever one wins that would be sufficiently weakened. A, do we expect the Aerie to be able to win? As far as we know, the Atlanteans are the ultimate power in this world. And B, that seems like a lot of loss of life. You know, what we could just Says the guy who wants to stick swords in people's heads. Did I do that? Not yet. <laughs> Wait, you're convicted. Well, I mean, if you. If oh, you, I see what you're saying. I mean, you know, if you say the magic words, if you say whistle while you're working, it goes Shh. from being a BB to a spike, you know. I'm just saying all he we has could to do, do is not the colors instead. All, all I'm saying is I'm not looking to kill people. Yes. Uh, you mean one that changes shape? Like it goes from being this big to this big if you, yeah. if you fuck up? Mm-hmm. Constricts? Wait. Certainly that'd be easy. Certainly no surgery. Can't fuck up the surgery and give them brain damage. I'm not going to give him brain damage. It's just a little bit in here. Well, I mean, something expands like three times you die. It's not, it's not like our, I have to do something our, subtle. Our chosen would be, they'd have a visible mark of you know, status and power, which we could use to cut their heads off. Yeah, but it's a visible mark that the that George and Ivan and 
Willis or whoever they are. Well, <laughs> Clearly, Clearly we need to kill them first. Well, no, we don't have to kill anybody. We just have to have safeguards. You are really safeguards. not doing this world domination thing with, with the right <laughs> There's going to be casualties. Look, omelet, eggs, all right? If you really want some world domination, I... Did Fallout New Vegas teach you nothing? I do not. (laughs) Call me crazy. I don't want to have unnecessary loss of life. That's why I just want to have devastating. a necessary loss of free will. (laughs) This is not the way you take over the world. First, you don't want me to have a zombie army. And you don't want me to, like, have slave collars. (laughs) How are we going to get anywhere without slave collars and a zombie army? For fuck's sake. (laughs) Just... Trust me. It's going to work. Just trust me. How about we uh, somehow recruit the gorilla men to be... There's like, a, there's, there's a Roman oh, empire believe, filled with monkeys. There's I, the, I do believe we need to recruit all of these people. The Pax Semino? Oh, the Pax Semino. Is, is that when we move against Atlantis, Pax-Siminus. I don't want to see <laughs> if we can beat Atlantis. Mm-hmm. I want to destroy Atlantis. All right, so what we need is a Flash Gordon scenario. Which is out by now, uh, where we travel around these different kingdoms, and by going through usually some arena fights or sticking our hand in a tree or something, a little we, surgery behind the scenes, we earn their trust. <laughs> we guarantee their trust, and, and, and maybe you mean you guarantee their obedience? There's no trust. There's no trust. You're, you're you say trust, but I don't believe you actually know what that word means. And I'm sort of glad it'll work for anymore if you're like, we need to put things in our employees' heads. What I mean is, I trust smoothly them. For you. Oh, <laughs> you trust that their heads will explode. Okay. Yeah. But, all right, you're, you're, you're going with the Flash Gordon option. Which we, we would gain, like, the, the Amazons, and we'd get the monkey men, and we'd get the the airy, preferably, like the, you know, monkey men. And uh, we would just all launch a massive attack right when... Ming or whoever is trying. <laughs> whoever their Ming du jour is trying to marry Kenton. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best plan ever. <laughs> I I wish our listeners could see the expression on Sean's face right now because. <laughs> It's Great. kind of priceless. <laughs> well, the, the landings could have a queen. Indeed. In more ways than one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did anyone ever see Flesh Gordon? No. No. Uh, the, the, I, I, this is how re, this is how unrepentantly nerdy I am. Uh, the reason I finally went out and like you know rented Flesh Gordon in like I don't know the late eighties or You'll something. You'll have to explain your porn obsession. Was, was because <laughs> a guy named I think the guy's name was Greg Jean or Jine. It's J E I E N. It's like that. It's a it's a Chinese name. Uh, he's a he's a he's a a guy who's built models for science fiction for for decades and. Uh, he built, I believe, he built the Mothership for Close Encounters. He did a bunch of stuff for Close Encounters Third Kind. He also did Star Trek. He was also behind a bunch of Star Trek models and the New Generation stuff. One of his earliest jobs was building the, the miniature sets for Flesh Gordon. I don't know if he was one of the guys who animated. There's an animated monster that's sort of based, sort of their, their Harahausen monster. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> but... Uh, uh, but he had built all their all their spaceships and all their their rockets and the, the miniature sets for it. And uh, I 
you know, my inspiration to watch the damn movie was for the miniatures, which turns out to be the right way to go because it's the least sexy movie on the planet. There's, yeah, there's, there's no sex in there. There's no sexy in there anywhere. But there's some amusing models built by built out of carved styrofoam and whatever else. Um, hmm. But anyways, um, in, in, uh, but uh, anyways, um, uh, yes, uh, I I think any plan that stops. Uh, Kenton from the threat of impending honeymoon. <laughs> Please, <laughs> <laughs> would be would be best. Um, I he, he is petite, but 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 uh-huh. but step one, one stocky is what do we do today? What do you do with um, Manny? Manny's in favor of any plan that doesn't involve the German who he doesn't <laughs> trust. Um, oh, oh, I'm sorry. The traitor doesn't trust us. You're the one who was snuggling up to the Nazis. Yeah. I, I take my money where I get it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. He worked for the Nazis before he signed on to the I worked for the Nazis. I worked for the British. I, I don't make these kinds of value judgments yet. <laughs> I just know that the world is going to a cacophony. Well, let's... Says the guy who designs weapons. What we need <laughs> to do first is find out more about Atlantis. Like, we need to interview people and figure out, like, are they ruled by a queen or... A... <laughs> yes. It might be important for Ken. Yes. It, it will be very important, because if it's not a queen, then I really don't want that honeymoon. So, <laughs> you well, might not want it regardless. <laughs> according to the, the movies, we would sweep in at during the wedding ceremony, preventing the connubial bliss. You know, with your luck, it's going to be. Bliss. You know, with your luck, it's going to be end up like that scene from uh, uh, Holy Grail. You know, where they rescue you just in just time. Just in time. Yeah, where save... the queen of the, uh, the the queen of Atlantis is going to uh, 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 consummate the marriage. She and her forty-seven handmaidens. And you're like, ah! <laughs> That's when those ceiling explodes and the spaceship crashes in, and everyone jumps. And out. everybody saves me. <laughs> saves me. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, we know how that's going to work out. Um, well, all right. Uh, so obviously some more, uh, now here's the thing about Blood Bay. Um, you, if you're looking to know more about your neighborhood, best place ever. Um, this the place has shipyards, uh, for constructing, uh, wooden ships. Um, it's got some repair facilities for steam powered, uh, vessels. Not much, but they have a little, um, uh, they have not, as far as you can tell, looking around this place, like, um, you just took a bunch of chemistry, so maybe this will help. <clears throat> no one's figured out how to render diesel fuel from animal fat yet. Uh, that could be really handy around here. Um, uh, but they do have coal and charcoal, and they're, they're, they're burning that sort of stuff in the wood in their, uh, in their, uh, for steam. But, um, uh, the, um, this is a crossroads. A lot of people come here to trade. Um, you know, you guys saw those, those Confederates. Um, uh, when, when things fell apart, they were some of the first guys to leave Blood Bay because the whole slavery thing was a sticking point amongst the freedmen of, of Blood Bay. So slave college was the wrong term. Yeah. So they, they, they buggered off. They got in what looked like sort of a, um, Vassalage. Uh, an ironclad, like a Civil War vintage uh, Merrimack, mm-hmm. or uh, Virginia, I guess, was the the, 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 the name of the ship, really, and uh, steamed off under a black uh, pillar of smoke. Um, but um, 
uh, yes, there's, you know, you, you guys have seen a couple of, you've seen a ton of different cultures in here. Shit, you guys saw fucking Neanderthal. Um, and these uh, ship captains get all over the hollow earth. If you're looking for a place to gather intelligence, this is a great place to to pick up scuttlebutt about what the shape of the hollow earth is. Um, um, And what the Atlanteans are like and whether or not they have a king or a queen or whatever. Um, uh, uh, We can get into that now. Uh, Shall we get into that now or we can decide what we're going to do with Manny first? Now, you didn't want to send him back. Right. Just because he's got all his intel on the the ship, but... um, No, I don't care about the intel on the ship. Or the uh, charts. Yeah, actually, I care about the intelligence ships. Yeah, you're right. You convinced me. Yeah, uh, but he's, he knows everybody on the vessel. Yeah, he knows the shape of the vessel. He knows. Uh, he knows. He knows how we think of our equipment. Yeah, which I don't like. Uh, he knows about the. He knows about the hum drive. Mm-hmm. Maybe these guys didn't know about the hum drive. Um, Quite possibly. Uh, the problem is, is that whether or that. not. The problem is whether or not now that they've, um, you know. Uh, they reached out and gave him an order. No one's asked him whether or not he can tell them shit. You know, is it a two-way transmission? Oh. You know, True. they they gave him an order to grab the charts and get out the uh, get out of the. Uh, <clears throat> well, uh, I'm not exactly going to. It's almost a compound because right now the airship is is moored and and wired very very closely. You would not be leaving in a hurry because the airship because you guys don't have a. a, a Hanger to put it in to prevent wind from blowing it around. It's 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 got ninety points of contact with the ship below it yeah. to keep it from being jostled by and knocked around by the wind. But it's about eighty feet above the deck of this this big uh, coal fired steam steamship, um, uh, and that's at the end. And that thing is sort of permanently moored uh, at the end of a dock, a stone K, I think it's called. It's the term for a. a, a uh, a permanent, uh, a, a non-wooden dock, I think it's called a K. But anyways, um, there's the, nobody on the ship's crew gets to come on the airship because it's accessed by rope ladder only. So in case you're, you're wondering how you're... Yes, ninjas could ninja up all the ropes, but right now no, but there's, there appears to be no ninjing involved at the moment. And if the wizards really wanted to do something, they could. Well, there's that problem I, problem I will point out. If they really want to be douches, all they have to do is have a bunch of assholes with uh, flaming arrows. Yeah. Because, unfortunately... Uh, How do they know? They don't know that we have... Hydrogen what? on board? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I'm going to ask Manny whether or not they can... Mm. See, this is why I think... So if... I, have, I have basically a two-pronged strategy. Mm-hmm. One is to... Dressing Manny first, basically imprison him and start doing scientific experiments to understand how they communicate with Manny. Because Manny's a big problem, but he's not the only problem. Because then the other thing I want to do. Speaking of problems, I want to start hiring people to work for us in our sort of engineers guild that I'm creating. And (laughs) this is new. There's an engineers guild? (laughs) Huh. I'm basically trying to create multiple forces that are going to be, you know, advancing the city, but they'll have strength in their own right. So there's not, you know, domination by one side or the other. But I need to have lieutenants and train them on how to do the work, lest I have to do it myself. And um, uh, can these wizards do compulsion against them? Mm -hmm. Right? I mean, otherwise, we don't even know anybody who we bring in that we can be secure until we understand how they talk to Manny. Yeah. 
And if they can already, if they, if Manny can already talk to him, let's just say he hasn't told him everything already. I don't Which, know. There's also the thing of he probably can't, else he would have probably already told him about the charts. Well, it would not expecting. I mean, it's, it's it's hard for me to describe things because I don't have the words for them. So if I was trying to have someone draw this figure that I was looking at, yep. it would be just hard for me to describe that. So they probably yeah, he just can, thought, he they'll can, just grab the charts, it'll be no big deal. Yeah, and being able to describe the charts is different than, <clears throat> uh, say, uh, uh, telling them, hey, there's charts. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, but um, then why wouldn't he have left when we got here to go straight to them with the charts? You have been here for... Quite a while. Well, um, it's only, yeah, it's been about four, it had been about 48 hours. Um, okay. I, because I, what happened was, if I remember correctly, you guys brought up the fact that there were charts, yep. that they existed, and that, that it was like, hey, Tara Cannon guys, we'll, how'd you like to look at our charts in exchange for, we could look at your charts? In right. And they for- said, sure, we'd love that. And, oh, wait a minute, I have to leave the room, says one guy. Why don't you guys take a nice long tour of the tower? While I go not make a phone call. Right. And, you know, at that point, Manny suddenly started doing his shtick. So they might have a device in the tower that explains how they control Manny. Yeah, but I can't get into the tower. Well, sure we can. We, we can get we, back we, to the tower. We, we, we might not get out tower. of it. We <laughs> might not get out of it, but I'll bet you you can get into it. And, and even if I found that device, who's to say they can't create another one? I, I've got to figure out how to shield... And how to tell that people are not under their influence. So, really, we need to capture the wizards and force them to tell us their secrets. And when I say force, I mean, you know, persuade. I don't, but if you put the word reliably in there, I'm all for it, but I don't know how to put that word in. You know, you're you're just a very obstacle naysayer. (laughs) I come up with several perfectly cromulent plans. The zombie army, I think, was the best, but we could just blow up the tower. How? It could certainly, there's plenty of cannons in the city. But why have a fight when we don't need to? Because what you're suggesting is going... Well, on the one hand, what you're suggesting is going to be fighty. You fighty? Know, you, fighty. You were, you, were starting, you were starting a fight. You know? What? I'm not attacking them. Um, well, uh, on the other hand, I agree that uh, if you could figure out a way to block their signal... Yeah. That's a whole other story. That would not be starting a fight, necessarily. That would just be, you know... I mean, this is all a big chessboard, and everybody's going to make their moves. But it's it's a little different than reaching across the chessboard and punching the guy in the face, um, right? Uh, if you taking if you, away their ability, you know, they're, they're going to be irritated, but they're not even going to know that we did it. Yeah, um, they might know as soon as we take Manny into custody. Well, they probably know that Manny did something. They they did hire <laughs> they did hire they, they did have some guys in the street, some street guys. Just yeah. footpads, whatever you want to call them, try and intercept Rias. And um, uh, <laughs> uh, she managed to, you know, have a very entertaining foot chase to the city uh, and lost two of them. Uh, one of them caught up and ended up taking the ricochet when Deadeye Bob shot the oh, gun out of Manny's hand. And the ricochet ended up hitting the last minion. And he's like, oh, and runs off wounded. So... So they've already they, tried to directly strike at us, and they know that we know that they've directly tried to strike at this point, us. yes. Uh, they know that we know that they know. Yeah. They knew that they blew it. All right. So, so they know they blew it, and they're waiting for what we're going to do, and we just don't do anything. We just keep smiling. 
All right. I, I get that. I, I get that how that would be unnerving <laughs> after, you know, because they're waiting for the other shoe to fall. Right. Um, that's not a bad idea. Another way is to drop a shoe that looks like the shoe, but isn't actually the shoe that's going to drop. If Do you I, know what I mean? Yeah, but if I had another shoe, that would work out great. If you I was trying a lot to... of shoes, this shoe metaphor is falling apart. <laughs> oh, it's perfect. We only, only need two shoes. If you were a Melda Marcos, we could... Why don't we go... I mean, the other option is... her shoes. Um, probably, she probably pines for them. She certainly doesn't pine for that. She's a senator there now, so she could visit her old palace, I suppose. I'm sorry, is Melda Marcos into politics? Is, 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 I think she's oh back. Oh, my yeah. God. We get the government we deserve. Yeah, you really do. Um, <clears throat> so, what's the downside of just cannonading the tower into rubble? A, we'd have to get cannons. B, they could have weapons that could destroy us. C, I don't like to die. And, you know, they could also have weapons that stop a cannon from even hitting their tower? Yes. The, considering mean, how that... that, that um, the guy was I'm just walking outside. through some scenarios. So... Or we so, can just sit there and wait for them to attack us. Well, no, no, we're not um, waiting for them to attack us. We're working against them, but we have to understand them a little bit. And well, if you strike somebody and they don't strike back, you're like, hey, what do they, I need to do right now, right? Is this really a threat I have to deal with? They may either think that you're too weak to strike back. Or too strong. Yeah. You know, but the problem is that they don't get any intel out of it. No. I mean, that's the trick. Because you didn't respond, they can't measure your strength. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I get that that could work. Uh, now, the question yeah. is, who do you want to try and gather some intel from? Because you've got people like Eliza. You've got um, uh, Sarah Briggs, the governor, the one-legged governor. Um, you've got... Uh, 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 Sarah Briggs should know about Atlantis. Uh, you've got Flint. You know, who do you want to uh, try and take the time to um, uh, shake down? Hell, there's the crew of the Cyclops. I mean... And I have Streetwise. I can put my um, ear to the ground and... You can move amongst the men of the Cyclops. Say, work harder! <laughs> <laughs> move amongst the men of the Cyclops. Hmm. All right. Um, so, yeah, those guys, uh, there's always, there's, 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 you guys have people you can hit up for intel. Who do you want to hit up for intel? I'm just trying to think, what would a celebrity humbug like me do? Probably go to the top. Yep. That's, I, I think. Why, why? Also, I'd point out that, that we might get even more information from Flint beyond just the Atlanteans. More, maybe more about the Wizards. So, Nobody's asked him. As far as I know, you guys have not asked Bupkis about these guys. Well, that's not true. You guys did ask, and he's like, eh, they keep to themselves, they pay their bills. Uh, they, they haven't fucked with, you know. Anything. Maybe he's not really worried about us if we just pay our bills and keep to ourselves. I mean, Flint? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm sure that no matter what, he's worried about that home drive thing, the way he saw it knock people down. Of course, he did hold on to his pair of earplugs, but he didn't hold on to 75 earplugs, right. you know, for his army of, of minions. So that, that his set of earplugs doesn't go that far. Yeah. You know. So is there, I know what I'm going to ask. I, before we even worry about the Atlanteans or the wizards, what we need to find is a princess of a local power who's looking for a celebrity humbug husband. <laughs> Perhaps a widow. Perhaps a widow. Perhaps a widow. I understand Eliza is currently single. Because then I can marry my way into power oh. without actually having to do anything, which, of course, is, that is, that is crucial. That is, that is 
incredibly fitting with your character, I would have to say. The, the answer is yes. Um, there are any number of, how do I put this? Um, this place is big on <laughs> social Darwinism. But there are power structures here that are inherited. Um, the, the city is only about three generations old. Um, actually, this is a little older than that, but it's, 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 it's sort of blossoming. Uh, is only about uh, two generations old under, under Flint, um, who uh, did a lot to organize the place and, and uh, <clears throat> sort of make it the, um, the trade hub that it is today. But there are families that run things in the various concessions in the city. You know, there are uh, guilds that you know run certain things, like you know the the guards who guard the outer wall. Uh, yeah. the the people who uh, who are in charge of things like we need to throw a party. These guys, uh, the, yes, it's actually a pretty good idea. A celebration of Flint's reascension. I'll talk to the governor. We'll move among the heads of the families. This sounds like a brilliant And the, uh, the guilds are like, the guilds, or they call them guilds, they're, plenty of them are run on a, on a bloodline basis. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Even though it's, it says it's a guild, it's really this family's, these Montagues, these Capulets, you know, they're... We still have quite a bit of Orichalcum left. Yes, you do. Yeah. Which means that we could, we could fund a really, like, you could. great Gatsby party. Yes, yeah, yeah, you yeah, could. Yeah. Yeah. You could absolutely Gatsby. That would... That would not be hard at all. And again, it's our coming out party. Speaking of speaking of politics like in parties. a city state, nothing says, you know, here's a new player like a bunch of free food drink. I mean, that's just standard. Which is all to promote Flint. We don't want him getting twitchy. Uh, good point. We're playing yeah. good little Romans at this point, and yep. the emperor is, of course. That is not a terrible idea. Um, we could make him an oracle necklace. No, we couldn't. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. No, that would be the necklace with the collar that the <laughs> or a crown. <laughs> I'm gonna say if the crown suddenly shrinks up and his head explodes like a grape, that I'm not saying that that's a terrible idea. I'm just saying it's it's kind of horrible. So, but it's not a bad idea. So, <laughs> do we have do we, do do we have the do they have electric lights here? They used no. to. <clears throat> Um, but they did they used to? The biggest problem is making the bulbs okay. and making the filament. Um, they did get some. Uh, they did get some. Uh, there's some steam engines from ships, and some of the steam engines have been taken out of ships and put in new ships. Uh, some of them are, you know, uh, land locked now. And for the most part, those steam engines are used not so much for powering lights because they can use the oil, dinosaur yeah. oil, you yeah. know, to light everything. Um, but they're used for things like mostly big things like pumping water, making the sewers run, you know, um, uh, 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 big energy projects like that. Um, so do, are there light bulbs that we could get access to? There are definitely still some lights on board the um, Cyclops. Cyclops has only been here since 1918. Yeah. And um, uh, like any naval vessel... Those light bulbs were protected, you know, by those those marvelous little cages they all go in. Um, the question is, how long do the individual bulbs last? Uh, my understanding is that what's his name, um, uh, Edison, was using things like animal hair for filament, like camel hair, 
I think it was, for some of those early bulbs. Um, when I remember seeing his shop in his shop up in New Jersey, I think it is, where they show you Edison's oh. uh, uh, workshop. Workshop. The, the animal hair was used as foam. So I'm imagining as long as there's actually a bulb, a glass bulb, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> that replacing the filament is something that these guys could perform. Yeah. Uh, if they had the right, you know, uh, uh, knowledge base. You if you check it out with the crew of the Cyclops, um, you know, uh, light bulbs is something that they have, but they don't usually use because they, they've taken them out and stored them because they they don't know how long they last. They don't burn them out. They're difficult to replace. We can um, reintroduce electricity to the city as part of our party. So uh, we'd like be throwing the party, and then we big show. We turn exactly. on all the lights. That's what I'm thinking. That would be you know very grand. Yeah. What if we use tiny bits of orichalcum as filaments? I mean, they use. Tons I don't know. Of why don't Why don't you? Does it conduct light? Because it wouldn't be surprised. Electricity, I suppose. Uh, I don't. I don't know, but I wouldn't show that. I'd rather show those light bulbs. I, um, I, I want to keep as many secrets to ourselves as we can. Plus, you also forget, speaking of things that glow, there's that uh, oh, crystal you guys made off the of. The ball. That knocked the building down. Correct. So, oh, yeah. What if we plug it in? We could power the whole city, and then if, like, they piss us off, we could just <coughs> take the ball and the city would power down. That's our We goal. still have no idea what this is, so what is you want thing? to look at it. Oh, they, they captured a uh, power orb. Kind of a thing from the power plant that we raided and destroyed on Gorilla Island. Okay, so here are the three things I'm just going to be doing. Like, <laughs> you just, whatever time. A, I'm organizing labor and getting the Cyclops running again, apparently. Okay. Yep. Um, B, I'm experimenting on this ball that I have no idea what it does. There's going to be a couple of moments where you come out of the lab with, you know, Einstein hair. Yes. <laughs> and then. Bloom back, just straight back. And then C, got it. Wait. In a separate area of the lab where mm-hmm. Manny cannot see my, the ball I'm working on, yeah, uh, I'm analyzing. I've got Manny tied up, and uh, I'm trying to figure out what how they are communicating with him. All right. Well, here's my question for you. You want to leave uh, as far as labs go? Um, there's a lot of workshops and workspaces on the Cyclops um, because it's uh, uh, a lot of it's been converted to machine shops and things like that when they had power. Right. One of the uh, cargo holes up in the airship can be turned into one of your labs. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I'm not, because I'm assuming that the airship for better or for worse is, is actually like safe. Yeah. Everywhere else has prying eyes. True. Uh, but I will point out that if anything, electricity goes off, if there's giant bolts of electricity flying out of the orb, uh, they're going to do less damage to the steel ship than they would to the hydrogen filled. If it explodes, it explodes. I'm a scientist. Don't worry about it. It's not going to explode. Fine. It'll be I know fine. what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. All right. People that hit from Collider get all the time. You're going to blow up the world? Nah, it's cool. <laughs> well, I will uh, prepare my massive Gatsby party to right. celebrate Flint's reascension. You need to roll under <coughs> your producer skill. If you were asking what producer was going to be for, this would be it. Um... Do you run this past Flint, or you just sort of launch it without Flint? Uh, here's the dice. I, su- I suggest that we throw a party for him. Yeah, but it, I'll tell him at the last minute. <laughs> Why would you do that? Because uh, it'll be like a big surprise party for him. I don't like think he likes surprises. <laughs> I mean, it would be just slightly well, nerdy. Well, it'll be bigger than he thinks it is. Say we're going to throw up a coronation, because ritual is important. 
Yes. A uh, re-coronation. A re-coronation. <laughs> Excellent point. So I need six. So that would be these. I'm going to go back to the tower. <laughs> All right. Wait, what? First of all, <laughs> give me a roll under, uh, what do you got in the way of repair, physics, things like that? I got this thing called physics, eight. All right. And what do you got into repair? There is no such thing as repair. There is craft mechanics. Craft mechanics. Uh, that's a that's six. probably what you're going to need for taking a crack at the uh, ship. Now, uh, of the crew of the Cyclops, there are guys uh, who are engineers, or at least they were, once upon a time, they were machinist mates in the U.S. Navy. Yeah. Um, they're the closest thing, I guess, to an engineer now. Um, there's a guy named uh, Henry Kernshaw and uh, Jim Blake. And these guys can help uh, with the repairs. Uh, so let's go ahead and let's see here. Uh, you do have a team of trained assistants. Um, you do have good tools. Um, let's see here. How much time are you taking on the repair of the uh, engines uh, sort of task? Uh, I'd say 50% on that. Okay. Um, 40% on Manny and 10% on the ball. Okay. Uh, so go ahead and give me a, let's see here. Um, I'm going to call this eight. Wow. Uh, a good set of tools. Uh, taking your time. And a team of highly trained assistants. Well, they're pretty well trained. That's a lot of dice. So give me... If you would be so kind, a roll of your mechanical roll plus it looks like God Sean. Last looks like I'm good, thank you. Last toastini. Fourteen yeah, you're gonna have what's your mechanical skill? Six? Six. Uh you're gonna want twenty dice. Okay. You're gonna want twenty dice. You got a whole bunch of people working with this, which will take more than one day. Let's go ahead and I have the same problem. More than one day, how much people are going to be party, lots of money. How many successes did you get there? Not a lot. Uh, six. Six? Well, you needed five, so oh. you'll be able to get the engines up and running by tomorrow. Blue dice are cursed. <laughs> cool. Let's talk about what you're going to do. Um, right now, the only person you're, you're uh, aware of in Blood Bay who's an entertainer who's in charge of things like music, booze, and food is Eliza. Do you want to consult with her first? Definitely. All right. And the governor. All right. In what order? Uh, governor first. Okay. So that the idea of the party is clear, and then Eliza for the details. Got Strategic, it. tactical. Okay. Um, when you get to the governor's mansion, the governor's palace, which is that fort, um, there's a lot of activity going on. Not the least of which is they're fixing all the damage they did during the rebellion. When you guys... Bugged out through the tunnel in the blockhouse in the middle. Uh, Culligan was firing his cannons into it after you guys had bugged out. So it's a wreck. You know, it's it's been pulverized. Um, so there are uh, people hauling out uh, 
rubble, guys in chains. Uh, one would presume that the people doing the heavy lifting are perhaps the Culligan loyalists, uh, who, uh, who Flint didn't stab through the throat when they were unconscious, thanks to the <coughs> stun device. Yeah. Oh, this, he's a bad guy, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, you don't, you don't want him to wake up. <laughs> so, um, those who weren't stabbed through the throat are now having to lift pieces of broken masonry and rocks and whatnot. Um, and um, uh, finding Sarah Briggs is not difficult. Um, uh she is uh, uh, back in an office and is essentially um, having people come through uh, one at a time uh, with whatever this problem is. And then she's like, decision, get out. And decision, get out. And um, um, seeing that um, she has only the one leg, uh, she's not real big in walking around the place to get things done. So she's, she's uh, propped up in her... Uh, behind her desk, um, uh, in one of these um, rooms in the uh, in the fortification, and people are just coming through and, and presenting problems, and then she, you know, uh, gives them a, an up down or whatever, a thumbs up, a thumbs down. Um, the woman's maybe in her forties, something like that, um, uh, and I had described her as being um, uh, uh, fairly. Well, yeah, she had some scars on her face. She looked like she, you know, uh, that that leg didn't come off because of diabetes. You know, um, it, it probably came off because some cannonball passed through the railing and, and snipped it off. Um, uh, yeah, I imagine she's got one or two fingers that are like James Doohan's, where she's missing a knuckle or two off the ends of some of her off of some of her digits. Um, but um, you come into her presence, she. Uh, uh, does not skirt up. She wears breeches. Um, and uh, uh, wears relatively... Yeah, she's dressed... She's sort of uh, 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 gender-bending to fit the role, right? So, authority figure, she's not wearing a dress. She's not wearing anything that's uh, uh, particularly... Um, uh, Designed to be titillating or anything like that. She's she's uh, wearing um, uh, very masculine gear. Yeah, there's a cup. There's a brace of pistols on the desk. <laughs> so I'm going to talk to her like, not man to man, but virtually. Okay. About the importance of throwing this celebration for Flint. Uh, he really needs something. He really needs something, <laughs> and also I think it would really help. Set him in the people's mind, reset him as you know the rightful and legitimate uh, ruler. Uh, we could head off any problems, and also we we don't want you know we're newcomers and we don't want him thinking that we're you know now going to try to make a move. So we want to actually publicly endorse him as well, okay? Thereby removing us as you know, like a perceived competition. <laughs> Do you tell her that? Yes. She says that her eyebrow flies off the top of her head. Just boing. And she listens and she's like, well, that was refreshingly honest. Um, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> she says, yes, it's, it would be definitely better, healthier for you guys in the long run not to be perceived as a threat. Because um, based on Bill's little vacation that he took, you know, with the Amazons and with you... 
I don't think he's going to be in the mood to tolerate anything that looks like competition anymore since he did that with Cobb and Culligan, and that didn't work out so hot. Plus, Culligan is, since his head is not on a pike, he's still a, prob- a potential problem. Plus, we already know that the Wizards are not so fond of us. We believe they've made some moves on us, and if we now have a proper place, perhaps they will back down a little bit as well. Well, um, since clearly you want to be involved, um, uh, because A, you want to look like you're closer to the center of power, which, don't worry, you kind of do. I mean, you know, uh, nobody knows who you are. You showed up in a flying thing. Um, uh, you made everybody fall asleep at bye-bye times. Um, uh, you know, um, uh, there's a whole lot of people who are uh, <clears throat> uh, stone cold dead thanks to your arrival. And um, Bill's back on the throne. So, yes, everyone's, uh, everyone uh, would, will probably be very interested in being your friend. I'm a little surprised that you've had a kind of kerfuffle with the um, the wizards. She asks if you want to... Uh, do you want to be specific about what the problem is? Uh, I'm not actually sure myself. My compatriot said that she was... They were threatened. Blame it on us. There was, there was some kind of silliness, but we are nominally at peace. All right. I just want to make sure it stays that way because, of course, nobody... Doesn't, it needs, doesn't have to. Yeah, nobody needs any more trouble here. No, all right. She says, um, uh, she... Uh, is because you you know didn't really even attempt to lie to her. She's actually quite um, amenable to this. Um, uh, uh, although that part about not knowing why the wizards might be mad at you, she's like, yeah, right. Well, I didn't really follow it all. So uh, it's all very complicated. Um, but um, she says, all right. Um, uh, you know, I guess her big question is <laughs> sort of. Why should you be trusted with something this important? And like, what what skills do you have to bring? To, ta-da! ta-da! Okay, give me a roll on your on your producer skill. Uh, you're going to throw in the uh, the con as well, as far as your selling her. I guess. We oh, can, okay. You can roll all those dice. Tell me how many successes you get here, because. Well, let me tell you. Back on the surface world, <laughs> I'm quite the producer. Uh, I got, um, four, six. All right, let's see here. Three, all right, uh, you get your three successes above where you needed to be. So, uh, you give, you, you, you explain. This is the question I've been waiting for my entire time. You give her the whole nine yards on, you know, Broadway lit up in lights, you know, the, the, the Globe Theater doesn't have nothing on me, you know, that sort of thing. Um, she buys it. She goes, all right, yes, you sound like the, if we need some pageant, we should call you. All right, we do need some pageant. Um, How's Thursday? Uh, yeah. No, um, not really, but... She'll, uh, she'll definitely, uh, say, all right, we can give you, um, access to this. And she says, um, uh, now how are you planning to pay for all this? That's the best part, my dear. <laughs> <laughs> we will pay for it in Oracalcum. She's like, okay, uh, if you have the Oracle, you, if you're, uh, anything that's uh, free has probably got another price tag attached to it somewhere, but again, we both know that. Um, you're looking to buy favors, and uh, uh, we're selling them. 
Because that's how this place works. It's all based on, you know, you have as much influence as you can buy. Um, and as long as you keep by. So, all right, uh, she's, she's perfectly happy to set you loose on this project. She just asks that you um, run things, you know, let her see what's going to happen before it happens. Uh, you know, um, so long as uh, you're, you're not building a 40-foot wooden uh, figure of, of, of Captain Flint to set on fire at some point, you know, uh, while chanting, bring back Culligan, or hey, Culligan man, um, then we're fine. We're prob- it's probably going to work out great. Um, so off you go to proceed with the, the bread and circuses part of this. Well, yeah, actually, bread and circuses. Um, and I double check on Liza just to make sure that she doesn't have any opposition to her supplying. Uh, Liza will sell you what you need. And uh, be more than happy to sell you what you need, and provide you with the list of musicians, and provide you with the, and here's your bill. So that will definitely be happening. Um, you can start making that happen. Um, now, Sean, did you say something about going back to the tower? I was going to go back and buy it as I go stroll through the city. Okay. Um, basically, just seeing if my luck pans out and. Uh, Maybe I happen upon to hear something of note, like about the Atlanteans, or about oh, yeah, like that wish. If you want to, um, if you want to, like uh, uh, go trawling for intel, uh, then I'm just kind of going. I'm just kind of wandering about town, and specifically going by the Wizard's Tower to okay. see if anything happens. Like as I walk by, I just kind of slow down, see if anything All happens. Right. See if so last time I checked, let me just check your. Um, your your perk you bought. Yes, the lucky slash. Well, there the, was a there was the another one. Danger magnet. There was a danger magnet. So let's see if I can. Um, All of a sudden, what exactly? Okay. Zaps me into that. <laughs> I don't think that the lightning bolt well, will leap off the side of the tower. Although God knows, there was some D D games where that happened. Yep. The players attack the wizard's tower. They somebody notices that hey, we've got this great spell called Rock to Mud. It's a wizard's tower, right? And I'm like, oh, yeah. I didn't think of that. <laughs> uh, so I'm like, okay, what do you want to do? We melt the, we top, melt the top of the tower. Of the tower. <laughs> and I'm like, you, okay. So they're like, ah, and the top of the tower melts. And then like two combat arms out of this giant thing, lightning bolt just arcs out of the tower and cooks the wizard who fired off the melt. You know, the rock just, boom, there's just shoes and smoke, and I'm just like, and they're like, hey, it's like, you, melt you had the first shot, and you pissed it away. I don't know why they went for top of the tower, because I was like, huh, I didn't think about that. They totally <laughs> fucked my whole scenario. And then, saved by the player characters at the last minute. Thanks a lot, fellas. Yeah, like not the foundation, not the cornerstone. No, my players did the no. other, did the opposite. They're like, we have to go into this tower. No, 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 no. Stone to mud, and so the tower just fell, and they looted the tower because everything inside yes. died. Yeah, it's, <laughs> that's what that's what I thought was gonna happen. I thought it was gonna be like, um, what was that thing? Um, uh, uh, here we go. The, the, that thing that they did in um, uh, they mentioned it in Unforgiven that one of. Clint Eastwood's horrible crimes when he was horrible was to dynamite a, a rail bridge and then go through the rubble of the train <laughs> for, for valuables. That was his horrible crime. Killed hundreds of people. And I'm just like, holy shit. I like the shipping news. 
Oh, God damn. Yeah, those guys were charming. My ancestors cut off folks' noses. Yeah. That was the weirdest movie. Yeah. And the very end where they, like, tore apart that guy's boat. Yeah. I was like, what are you doing? I uh, I didn't quite get what was going on with shipping news, but Jane was happy to see Scott Glenn in a sweater, so being all chiseled. So that was that was good for her. Um, all right. For some reason, she's... So, um, all of a sudden, this you go wandering out to the, uh, the you go wandering out past the tower. Mm-hmm. There are no fresh piles of smoldering ashes <laughs> right. uh, by the front door. Um, uh, although I will note that there is sort of, mm, if anything, uh, less traffic uh, around oh, wow. the square than usual. Um, okay. There's a fair number of shuttered windows facing the tower from the buildings that are nearby. Okay. Um, and I will point out that, uh, again, the space around the tower is one of the, is actually one of the biggest open spaces in the in city. The, mm-hmm. Nobody appears to want to be, like, be... Across the street, there's houses like this, yeah. alleyways. Yeah. Uh, the, there, there's actually, it's actually got a lot of room around it compared okay. to every other part of the city, which is all, uh, you know, incredibly narrow footpaths sort of, you know, winding through through teetering buildings. Um, uh, the density isn't quite like that creepy part of Hong Kong. Was it Hong Kong that had the, the, the weird super dense tenement area? Yeah, what was that? Like- it's, it's something walled city or there's something for... Yeah, it's this un... It was, yeah, it, was a, it, was a, it was a piece of Hong Kong. I think it was Hong Kong. Or- They've gotten rid of it, though. Yes, it's gone now. That was unregulated. There was actually no laws. It was like the Borg. Yeah. Like this, just, this block had just been built into a solid mass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the population. or by... People just kept building and building and building. And then because there were no rules. And the spaces. And they went to where the rules start, and they formed a giant city cube. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're just, it's just all... <laughs> no fucks were given. It's just all... All the buildings kind of merged together yeah. into this... Into this one building for a while. It's not that dense, but it's still pretty tightly packed, like any walled city would be. <clears throat> but um, the Roman Colosseum used to be that way. Uh, that densely packed. Yeah. After, during the like early medieval, um, there was this nice round wall, and it was fortified, and so they built uh, a little house, or they started building little shacks in there, and they just built up until they formed. Oh, I didn't like, realize like, that it was occupied by people where people were using it as housing. Yeah, after the fall of the Roman Empire, they just filled it up with... I'm not surprised that, that the European, medieval European fucktards just thought, well, it's just rocks, who cares? You know, it, it's the back wall of my house. You know, that end, end of discussion. Uh, artifacts? Archaeology? Like, we give a shit? It's a, yeah, it, yeah, it's my wall. It's a back wall. Probably the Ostrogoths and everybody, you know, the Visigoths were just like, nah. <laughs> I think they moved into the nicer houses. <laughs> That's what you do with your Ostrogoths. Um, so uh, you're uh, you wander around outside the um, uh, tower. How much time do you want to spend out there? Um, I'll march do around and blow I'll a start hole. At the, I'll come to the gate. Do one lap around, and then if nothing happens, I'll wander away from the tower. Okay. Do they know the Jericho legend? Uh, as you wander around the second time from mm-hmm. the tower, front gate goes... <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> you 
know they're going to put whatever it is in Manny's head. <laughs> Manny's head. All right, I'll wander inside. So you won't be performing <laughs> in my show. <laughs> you guys have no idea where I've gone, which is awesome. Uh, yeah. I'm head inside. All right, you head inside. You're in the little garden area. It's looking mm-hmm. very nice. Very nice. It's inside the wall around the uh, around it. Uh, front door. Also. Alright, uh, I wander into the front door. Okay. It'd be nice to go um, back up into the, and look in the sky. Uh, interior, the, the, the first floor is empty. What do you do? I mean, it's empty of people. Empty There's of some people. stairs downstairs. Uh, you guys never went downstairs on the downstairs. Tour. This is true. Um, I will head, I will try and head, remind my way back to um, the observatory area. Alright. Um, you... Uh, Come up to the uh, second floor, which was sort of an audience area, I guess. Mm-hmm. You'd, uh, it was the closest thing I could describe to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, as you're coming up the stairs, you start to hear the sounds of, uh, like, a metal spoon clinking on, like, uh, on crocker of some sort on, on China. This little tinkling mm-hmm. of a spoon in a cup. You come up, and um, there's uh, one of our three uh, guys you'd met before. Uh-huh. Um uh, maybe your character remembers him or not. Yeah, not not the sharpest stick. It's definitely not the sharpest stick. It's one of the it's one of the masters. Could be could be with a French one. You'll know when he speaks. Awesome. And he speaks with an Oxford Cambridge accent, so it's probably it. And ah, he says the Russian. Gotcha. He says, "Mr. Knight, would you care to have?" <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Sean. <laughs> he speaks with a Cambridge accent, so it must be the Russian. <laughs> uh, Mr. Knight, would you care to have some tea? Um, I w- I'm not a huge fan of tea, as coming from the Americas, but uh, I would like to- I would like to understand why you accosted one of my friends. Well, the opportunity was there, uh. but um, and uh, in our experience, it's usually best not to let an opportunity like that go by. Hmm. Um, that, I guess that's understandable. Um, even though we were trying to trade how with you. How long have you face. been, I realize time's a little hard to judge, but how long have you been inside this world? A uh, couple of months, I would assume. Hmm. Um, not, uh, the, <clears throat> the ability to fly around has very has quickened <laughs> us. Fly uh, around. Has quickened our travel. Yes, well, um, I think you're going to find that uh, the longer you're here, the more um, uh, what uh, happened with uh, trying to uh, acquire your charts is going to be, that's going to be pretty much par for the course in here. All right. This is... um, Well, we don't really hold a, well, a few of us don't hold a grudge, mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, much of a grudge, and we've... um, and so long as, so long as we understand that that was all, that's just the normality down here. Well, we don't really have a reason. We're still interested in getting a look at those charts. Um, and getting we a copy. Probably, I realize that this is maybe the price is going to go up, but um, perhaps we can still do business. Um, uh, I would assume uh, Doctor Mayweather would like that very much. <laughs> he um, probably would. He's, he, if if he was here, he'd probably be here betraying the party as we speak. Because <laughs> Daniel definitely has a hard on for this whole secret tower, you know, <laughs> wizard wizard thing. He's he's down with that. 
Um, fortunately, he's not. It's you. Um, but um, but if we were to come back and trade, we would not be, say, obliterated by your crystalline defenses. Oh, absolutely not. It would do. It would. It would incinerate the chart. <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't use the wouldn't use the uh, the crystal defense perimeter on your on you on uh, that situation. Absolutely not. All right. But um, uh, about our man, um, uh, we were wondering... We don't um, know where he went. <laughs> yes, well... Um, I do not know what is, where... I do not know what is currently being done with him. Uh, last I heard, he was being uh, kept under close observation, so he did not try and steal anything else. Um, but I can advocate on your behalf to get him returned to you, if you would like. Oh no, we're we're perfectly happy um, leaving with you for the moment until um, you know maybe there'll be a a reason to trade for him later. Uh, but um, you know, uh, there's nothing that he's going to be able to tell you that's going to um, endanger our position in this matter. So feel free to hold on to him for the time being. Um, Perhaps we'll uh, we'll 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 be more than happy to trade for him at a later date. Uh, but uh, again, if you would take back to your people that, uh, despite our um, uh, rash uh, attempt to um, uh, uh, avail ourselves of your of your uh, charts, uh, despite that rash attempt, we'd still like to see if we can do business. All right, I can certainly do that. All right. Um, anything else you, uh, I can do for you before? Mm, that's it. Well, I think you know the way out. I do. Walk downstairs and walk okay. out. Hopefully with no incidents. So. It opens up. Everyone's watching you do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, as soon as the doors open, everyone did that. Again, because there's nothing on CNN. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the guy who's not getting disintegrated going through the door is big news around here. Um. <clears throat> And I walk back to the boiler ship then. All right. Um, back at the Cyclops, do you report this this nonsense? I will go back to uh, um, Dr. Habit and... His <laughs> initial response will be, What were you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> and explain to him that the the wizard, the tower is still... The wizards are still amenable to trading information. What information did you give them? I didn't give them that we have their men, but they already know that. Okay. What did you learn from them? <laughs> uh, that most likely this is going to happen on a regular basis. That they're just going to attack Not us? them, just people in general in the Hollow Earth. We're Apparently just... this is the status quo of how you get information. Hmm. Seize when you can. If you can't, then trade. I see. Well, we have our own gate that we can make. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um... Electrocution. <laughs> so, uh, you also and, wanted to oh, fiddle around. I also learned there. that, uh, sorry, I also learned that um, Manny probably doesn't have any information that we could get off of him and is fairly worthless to him, to them at this point. So we can just let him go? Yeah. No! <laughs> I'm not fooled! <laughs> not Your clever gambit does not work on my German. No, no, not You could just kill him if you wanted to, and I don't think they would care. Well, I don't want to do that either. Well, I just want to open a hole in a skull and insert small pieces of metal. <laughs> Where is your ethics? We are not 
We are not killers. <laughs> Again, this word is not... I don't believe you, it means what you think it means. All I want is to achieve my goals of minimal loss of life. All I want to do is to cure the ills of man by injecting massive amounts of reptile plasma. Is that so wrong? <laughs> You ever seen Doctor Horrible's uh, Doctor Terrible's House of Horrible? Uh, no. Uh, Steve Coogan, right? You know who Steve Coogan is mm. British comedian. Yeah. Um, he did this like six part miniseries called Doctor Terrible's House of Horrible, which was this sort of a send up of those old, you know, hello, yeah. I'm Doctor Terrible. And every episode he'd play the host, Doctor Terrible, and then every episode he'd play the protagonist of of basically these send ups of old Hammer horror movies. So there's like uh, <clears throat> the uh, the blood of the you know it, it, it's the the something of the blood the curse of the blood of the lizard of doom where it's the mad scientist trying to cure the ills of man by injecting reptile massive amounts of reptile is that so wrong and uh, there was like vampire lovers of lust which was a send up of all the hammer lesbian vampire yeah, yeah. movies there was a uh, one that was like a, a send up of the the Conqueror Worm, sort of the Witch Hunter, Witch Finder General sort of films. Um, Captain Slater, Witch Locator was the protagonist from that one. And uh, my favorite was Tongs of Fury, which was sort of the Fu Manchu yeah. ripoff, um, which was, uh, they're all kind of brilliant. And they're, it's available at Scarecrow. It's, right. it's, it's worth I'm dropping Scarecrow on my way home. Yes, that's exactly where I'm going after this. Um, oh, well, that I will not be right. racing you. <laughs> I will not be racing you to uh, Doctor Terrible's House of Horrible, but it's it's worth a look. So, yeah, no, I don't want to willy nilly kill people or have people die. I'm just no I'm, one's saying willy nilly, but I just think <laughs> that if we're gonna do it, we should just you know eggs. Omelet. I don't want to do it. I just. <laughs> Well, kill him. You want to, you want to be safe, though. I, Pretending I that this is somehow necessary or unavoidable is just... I'm not pretending. <laughs> the, the, there, there will be a method. I'm just letting you to know your, my rationality. To your super... <laughs> there is a method to my super science. Um, I'm just yeah. letting you know what I figured out. All right. I, I'm, I'm not... I, I do not believe that he is worthless to them. I believe that they're trying to convince us to easily give him up. But neither do I want to kill him. Yeah. So I'll just keep figuring, figuring things out. So what do you want to get out of Manny? Is there anything else you wanted to try and get out of him? Me? Before? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you, they asked him some questions before, and he said, you know, guy with mo- envelope of money paid him to do this, you know. Not currently, because okay. I don't I don't trust his answers right now. When okay. I understand how they are communicating with him and can defeat that, okay. then I'll have questions for Manny. All right. I assume I haven't made any progress. Well, let's go ahead and uh, try. Let's see. What are your? um, uh, Let's see. uh, What? uh, Let me rattle off your skill set there, uh, so that I can figure out which skill would be most appropriate to um, uh, problem number two, and then we'll move on to the crystal. I already know which skill. Science, physics. Yep. Craft mechanics. Mm -hmm. Craft chemistry. Okay. And of course, depending on how it goes, demolitions and problems. (laughs) <laughs> yeah well that's totally gonna be <laughs> speaking of blowing guys heads up yeah all right <clears throat> uh all right so go ahead and give me um a, a roll into your physics roll please three 
Okay. Uh, you are not initially successful. Um, let me see how what it says here on what level of fail that is. All right. <coughs> Here's what you're looking at. Yeah. You poke at his head because you're planning on putting things in his head. You want to know if anyone else is putting things in his head. Yeah. And the first thing you come across is, is that, you know, apart from uh, some bumps and contusions that happened when the airship crashed, mm-hmm. um, he doesn't appear to have anything that looks like uh, or a, a, a big hole was cut in his scalp where they folded a piece of scalp back and, and yeah. cut a hole. You're saying, yeah, he complains and grunts and saying, why are you poking my head? Oh, no reason. I'm just going to have to shave you. Mm. I mean, you, how blood in the forest do you go? You just start by shaving his head and checking for, for entry uh, oh. points. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not being subtle. He is my prisoner. We are not he hates the part. He hates the part <laughs> where you shave his head. Um, uh, but uh, you poke around. You're not finding anything in the way of um, entry points. Um. Uh, sure, he's been bonked around a little bit in the Hollow Earth, um, but um, any of his injuries that he he got have actually healed up very nicely. In fact, even the place where he was cut on the hand by a by a a piece of metal fragment when uh, that bullet ricocheted off his pistol and fragmented, you know, a piece of it got stuck stuck in the minion and a piece of the shell fragment cut stuck in his hand is uh, uh, is relatively well healed. But that's a problem that you've been seeing throughout the whole earth. Anyway, if anyone had any injuries before, and I did not tell them that they were totally healed. No, up, you're telling me they were healing faster. Yeah. It's a um, big problem. <laughs> um, so uh, you're not seeing any physical points of entry. And, yeah, you go and you shine a light up his nose looking for that. Well. Inner, inner, that, that sinus cavity entry point to put the transmitter in. My <laughs> theory is, since their technology is so based on this, this metal, I'm going to basically set up like sort of like sonic generators around him and sort of hit him at different. Is this uh, the part where the, is this the part where the, um, uh, the actually, uh, uh, okay. Um, I basically go ahead and give me a roll under physics. All right. Uh, Give me a, give another physics roll, please. And I will tell you how you, this is actually going to be another hard roll. You might be able to succeed. Four. Four. All right. It was hard. Got to my average. Um, You think that based on things like your current technology that you've got with you and some of the things you've got with the the electricity flowing again, that um, you can essentially uh, create kind of a metal detector Mm. that you can uh, 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 run over his body and hear the pings if he's got anything metal in him. And after much work, which will take the better part of the day and and into tomorrow, you were able to determine by tomorrow uh, that there is no metal hmm. in him. There's no pins, uh, like from broken bones. Uh, there's no metal under his head. You're not detecting any. I'm going to ask Manny. I'm going to say, Manny, I need to understand how they talk to you. Don't make me hurt you. And until they do, until I understand that, just going to keep. I'm going to keep trying things. <laughs> More and more things. And eventually more you're going to feel desperate. 
You're about as moral as Mangala. I'm just saying things. I haven't actually done anything except played sounds around him and exposed a metal detector. And shaved his head. And shaved oh his head. Oh my god! Crimes <laughs> against humanity! What will Mangala go ahead the ball? So I'm going to... Until you start... Everything's fine until you start dying his eyes blue, okay? Just try and avoid that if you can. So if you can the help quizzy. me... Because I am going to find out... Hmm. One way or another, right? If you could help me, we could uh, we could short circuit this process, and you could go free sooner. Because I have no intention of keeping you a prisoner. Once I'm, I'm sorry, I thought that said I thought you were going to. I have no intention of keeping you alive. I mean, I'm, I'm a prisoner. <laughs> I have no intention of keeping you as a prisoner. Once I learn how this works, well, he'll attempt to tell you what he knows. Well, he'll tell you what he he, he he's going to try and tell you what he knows, and he says that. Um, Keyword on the try, so as soon um, as he starts talking, he dies. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, and his head explodes. And because the, the, metal, because the metal on his head expands. <laughs> Damn it, they beat me! <laughs> that, that would make it easier, because then I could do an autopsy. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, they beat me to the metal expanding head exploding thing. It was totally my idea, and they ripped it off. I bet they're using crystals. My idea, patent pending. <laughs> um, he, uh, it's, it's funny that the, uh, the producer says that at the end of the table. He says that, um, uh, as far as he knows, they've got this technology from in here that they have on the surface world that involves uh, what looks like... You just said they have this technology from in here that they have on the surface world. It's on the surface world. I've seen it on the surface world. I haven't seen it in the hollow earth, but when I saw the surface world, the, uh, the... Implication was that it came from the Hollow Earth. Okay. And he says that it looks like it looks like magic mumbo jumbo. All right, but it's got to be some kind of technology. I just don't understand it. But they literally they they have these um, uh, blue crystals that they they literally talk into or concentrate on. Uh, like it, like it's a gypsy woman with a crystal ball, right? And they can send communications. I don't know, infinite distances farther than radio, and it just it just comes into your head. Um, it's apparently though, he says it's apparently though one way. You need to have another one at the other end to talk back. And if you don't have one, you can't talk back. So how are they giving you instructions without you having a crystal to talk back? I didn't talk back. They just told me to do stuff. So, the, But how would they know to tell you to do the next thing? If they told you to sabotage your engines, they wouldn't know what to do based on your success or failure. Um, uh, that wasn't part of them. That wasn't part of the mission. The mission was to damage the engines so you guys had to turn back uh, and you know, go to some, either go back to Cairo or uh, go to Bombay or Calcutta and go there. Uh, my presumption was is that once the airship was forced to turn back and go back to a major port, they were going to have somebody there uh, to either destroy the airship or damage it in some other way. You know, it was a little harder to damage because it was filled with helium at the time. Who made first contact with you? Uh, they contacted me. So you were sitting eating a sandwich and suddenly the voices in your head started talking? Uh, no. Um, first guy with an envelope it filled with super. money showed up. Okay. All right. 
So now, now I he says, he says there's one thing. They gave me that necklace with the pendant on it. Yeah. And you know, told me to keep it close. I haven't been in touch with them since I put it on um, whoever the ship's navigator was when we crashed because I wanted to get that as far away from me as, as possible. Who has that necklace now? The Nazis. All right. Uh, that was Fred Noth. Um, put it on, Nazis. Put it on poor old Fred and the Nazis picked it up. He says, if that was maybe the other end of the communication system, I don't know. Um they told me not to take it off. I should keep it during the mission. It was important. Did it for, have a blue crystal on it? Uh, not that I saw. Well, that explains a lot. Well, maybe it wasn't. I didn't know about that. They said it was a tracking device. Yeah. That they could track me. Um, <coughs> sure. Well, when, hopefully they can track it to whoever, you know. When the... Uh, Nazis. <clears throat> uh, I don't know how they knew I was on the airship when we got here. Um... I do not know how they knew that. No, they have obviously more agents there. They had somebody bring money. Yes. No, no, I meant here in Blood Bay. Oh. Because here we are in Blood Bay, and there's the yay, we've overthrown Flint, and, you know. Because they saw our ship. (laughs) They did. I mean, they, they. (laughs) But it's. What are you humming about? And and it is a weird little, you know, and and the ship's, but the ship isn't the Oklahoma Excelsior anymore, right? Yeah. It's this hybrid kludge between the Nazi airship and our airship. Wait a second. How did they contact you here? Exactly. Because you diving that, you didn't even have the necklace. You no, I didn't. Close proximity, maybe? I didn't have the necklace. I'm not smart, so I don't know that. See, they, they, uh, what I got was another one of those mental commands that said that, you know, basically if, if I wanted to... <clears throat> if I wanted to uh, uh, get home and be safe, uh, I should bring the charts... To uh, Eliza's grog house, and somebody would uh, meet me there. All right. I wasn't even told to take it to the to the tower. I didn't know that the tower was their tower. Just I mean, I've learned that just because he's been here while you guys have been talking about it. He says, "Just to let you know, there they don't have a way out of the Hollow Earth, and they actively close them." What? They don't want out of the Hollow Earth. They want to make sure people can't get out. Well, that's... Well, I mean, to get in, right? We, they don't want them to get in. Which no, is why they don't want people to get out. Because once you're in, if you get out and tell people about it, that's a bad thing for them. I didn't say it was the best deal I ever made. I'm just saying I thought they, they said that there was a way out and that if I brought the charts, they would help me. All right. Well, they've given you over to our care, so... They don't really care about you anymore. I'm still not happy about the part where the cowboy broke my foot. But not my problem. You know, I'm not, you know, I'm not saying he didn't have a right to be angry. He's almost dead anyway. He's very <laughs> old. <laughs> True. Creaky. And, you know, he only has one eye because the other one's glass. <laughs> Do you want to roll under con to see if he believes you? Because, no, because I don't even know why I'm saying that. Because I, I, I want Manny to try and escape by sneaking up on Dead Eye Bob's glass eye and then getting shot in kneecap again. Because that would be hilarious. 
That's a lot of successes. He believes you that Dead Eye Bob has a glass eye. That's why we call him Dead Eye Bob. Why I thought that I'm was important. You, you get an experience point for that. For, for just pointless lying, I'm going to go ahead and call that an experience no, point. No, you, you just revealed something to or, me. I never thought about style. <laughs> style. Let's call it a style point. Because that's kind of awesome. Because you are a liar. Your character is a liar. I'm going to shuffle my friends out of out of the door. Shuffle, 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 shuffle. So we have an opportunity. It never occurred to me. But your natural penchant for lying means... <laughs> Another word for that is disinformation. <laughs> or, or propaganda. It's really showmanship, not necessarily lying. So, I... I'm Lies starting, are primitive. I'm starting to become convinced there's nothing inside of Manny in that I'm not going to learn how they can talk to him or how they can put this compulsion on him. Or even if it's really a compulsion. They did show up with money. It seems like if you have your compulsion ray... You don't you don't show up with an envelope full of bills, um, so I'm inclined to let him go. But I'm also inclined to make nice with the sorcerers, wizards, whatever you call them. Well, we're trying to make nice with them. No, no, I'm talking about giving them charts. Oh, but they don't have to be accurate charts. New charts, exactly. <laughs> So, if we want to let Manny go, we could fill in, you know, what lies could we best tell that would be useful for them to... As the pilot, he would have seen a lot of the charts. It might be better to give them the charts and not Manny. Yeah. Let's go, here's the charts. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Enjoy! Well, also, Manny may not be sure what he saw entirely the entire time. For instance... Yeah, that's a good point. The Amazon women, they're inconvenient... We could get the wizards and the Amazons to fight. <laughs> right. They seem fighty. Because the Amazons seem very fighty. <laughs> yes. So, I mean, sure, he's seen the charts, but, you know, based on what we've seen, it's not like there's huge recognizable land masses that he would be able from memory. Yeah. You know, we, 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 we put things off by 30 degrees and suddenly they're lost for good. So we make some new charts. I think it might still be benefit us to keep the portal that's two-way... Give it to them so that they, we stop the Nazis from knowing about this place. The Nazis they're, already know about it. They're working with the Nazis. The wizards are working with the Nazis? <clears throat> That's my assumption. Who's that man that they've been talking to? They've been talking to somebody with a two-way portal. Oh, you mean they're, they are talking... You, you presume they're talking... Out. Out, out, out into the world. So, so a piece of technology from the Hollow Earth is already there. Already where? Is outside. Already, yes. Is outside. Yes. Uh, Manny says he's seen... Crystals outside of so right. the, the big in, question in the is: Who does it benefit us most to have in possession of the gate? Us, the Nazis, or because we can't really be in possession of the gate. Nazis, really, really, because it's more entertaining that there's Nazis to kill. No, <laughs> because our overall goal. Which I said, supplanting my overall goal on top of yours, is, <laughs> is to find a way to to colonize the Hollow Earth so that we have two dimensions. So if something goes crazy in one, mankind still survives. Let's say yes. If a giant meteorite hits, so the we can Earth take the best right. and the brightest from uh, from the surface world and bring them the to the, the Uber mention, if you will. <laughs> 
So, uh, rather than have the wizards close it down, is my point. And in fact, it also might prevent a war on the surface world if the Nazis think that they have a potential exploration. It does solve the Lebensraum. All this round. new, yes. It solves a round problem. I wonder if I can get another look in that telescope, because that would be fun to kind of play around with. <laughs> I wonder... Bring him some tea. <laughs> so, to shut down the gate, does that mean the wizards would leave their tower and go? Possibly letting us overpower whoever remains to guard it and take the tower for ourselves? Unless they've got one of those telex machines in their <laughs> tower and they just yeah, I mean, they dial can, up the next group. They clearly have an organization. Yeah. Time dilation not working in our favor. They have to be lying at some point with this, right? They they, they have to have a way of a, a two-way portal or communication for this to have happened, or they had to have it at one point in the past. Well, they said they had a two-way communication. Yeah, but they, they, they had hollow earth stuff that was there, and if you have a two-way communication well, but no leverage. They talk they did talk about the south and or the south polar opening and the north polar opening. So they know of places where we can go back through to the... Yes, I, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, they did mention that there were, besides gates, they says there are, or, or there there are two massive, what they refer to as openings, and that is a North Polar and a South Polar opening, hmm. which they seem to imply were physical, not, not dimensional. Yeah. And they don't plan to shut those down? They uh, didn't give an answer one way or another. Hmm. They may not be able to. Who built the gates? The Atlanteans, I presume. That is the presumption, but nobody's, nobody knows that answer for sure. Yeah, I don't know. Because really what we need is the technology to build the gates, not necessarily a gate specifically. So, time to take on Atlantis. So, no! <laughs> <laughs> we just we just show up at the humdrag and it's over. Easy peasy. I was going to say, time to draw fake charts. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see who's uh, good at at this, because it might be Mary Mother. You might, Mary he Mother. might have the... Uh, I think he has calligraphy. Or he, yeah, he might have the skills for this, so I'll, I'll, I'll check. Yeah. Well, honestly, That's why we call him Deadeye. It, Thank it, you very much. It, it has to be whoever... It has to be whoever did the charts initially, because uh, they went the same sense, handwriting and graphic sense. Academic Society Investment Research Recall. Um, let's see here. Right um, yeah, it's going to have to be a combination of, of people. Uh, let's see here. Who's left on the crew? And again... You know, um, let's see here. Paris the monkey can draw the chart. Yep. It's just a thought. Um, what if we implanted crystals or orichalcum or crystals and orichalcum wires into the monkey and made it a super monkey? <laughs> I think they have them. They're called the ape men here. They, they do. How super do you want Paris will be their queen. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if we want Paris achieving superpowers. We haven't. Uh, she might have a complaint about what we've been feeding her. <laughs> you know, she wishes us away to the cornfield like Billy Mooney or something. Yes. <laughs> I don't want to be wished away from the cornfield <laughs> by a fucking monkey. So let's not have that happen. Um, yeah, no. All right. Uh, honestly, I'm going to go ahead and says you guys didn't actually, you know, specify. Uh, I'm going to throw out that um, uh, the uh, most talented artist who's been drawing 
the 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 charts and the maps um, is uh, was was um, uh, a combination of, and it would have been um, unfortunately Manny and the kid because they're the pilots, and uh, that is Charles Gilbert, the kid, Charles, and um, Evelyn Smythe, your script girl, who has the highest actual skill at art. Um, she can actually she can actually draw. Uh, so she has been uh, undoubtedly sketching things the entire trip because I go, you guys have been, uh, <clears throat> you know, no, we need her hesitant to, to shoot <laughs> all of your film. So when it's like, oh, quick, draw the crazy, you know, ape city. You know? Yeah. So she's been doing that as well. Um, but uh, uh, is Evelyn pretty? Yes, of course she is. Right. But only when she takes her hair down and her glasses off. Of course. Because it's 1936. Of course. <laughs> Keep thinking of the uh, the girl in the bookshop bookshop in The Big Sleep. Mm. Have you ever seen? Have you seen the, the I haven't film? seen that. But... There's, this, there's the girl in the bookshop who has the... And the weird thing about The Big Sleep is it's filled with unbelievably hot women everywhere. Like, nonstop. <laughs> like, the cab driver is hot. The The... the the woman who's like the the waitress who lights Bogart's cigarette and poses coffee, uh, the woman in the bookstore. They're just these stunningly beautiful 30s women with shoulder pads and long necks, you know, mm. and and uh, all of them, you know, and, look at, and they got Lauren McCall thrown in for good measure because, gee, that didn't get much better than that. But, um, yeah, there's this one, this one actress. And everyone who shows up, it's like they're the star of the movie. Like for two minutes, whatever they're on stage, suddenly they're the most important person on screen. It's really weird the way it's shot. They, they don't just disappear into the background. Suddenly, Lauren Bacall, who? You know, it's all about the girl in the bookstore. No, I'm done. But um, yes, she takes her hair down and takes her glasses off. And suddenly, like, my God, why aren't you in front of a camera? You can be my new co star. <laughs> so we create a fake map. All right, you start to work on that. Yeah. They will, they'll start working on that. Now, do you put Manny on the job to help create it, or do you trust him that far at this point? No, not at all. All right, he's not in on this. At he all. grumps about it. He, he he grumps down in his cell, which he's, you know. And begin and since this is Blood Bay, I presume it was not hard to find a set a, a set of manacles. No, no, yeah, no, he's manacled. Uh, it, it, it's you know, it's it's piratey. Manacles seem piratey, right? Yep. I'm gonna do an operation. And also, also, and also slavey. Yeah. Also kinky. I admit. Yeah, I think we should. I'm gonna pretend like the slave call the slavey. Let's go more with indentured servanty, servantine. Yeah, I'm my PC circuits are, are. I'm I'm awkward. <laughs> of course, we have been talking about blowing up people's heads. Um, so yeah. speaking of that, yeah, uh, people. So I think what I'm gonna do. You play our characters. Not wanna, you so much, but I want to work. So uh, what is it? Hobo vandals. Uh, murder hobos. Murder hobos. That was the classic <laughs> description of player characters: is that they are murder hobos. They have no means of support, uh, they, no permanent address. <laughs> they just wander around killing shit and into other people's homes. Yes, them, yeah. You just go into people's homes. Uh, by homes, by people, I mean orcs. You know, and um, or it, you know, dungeons. Dungeons are places too. They could be homes to like whole colonies of. Things. Yeah, dragons in 10 by 10 rooms. <laughs> exactly. They just start off with an egg, I guess. <laughs> so, what I'm going to do to Manny, for Manny, for me, for <laughs> too many, for too Manny. Four. 
Well, uh, I always find your language disturbing. This is how Manny gets out of here. So uh, it's a favor to him in a, re- a sense. Uh, <laughs> you light fire to the room to give him a hacksaw to cut his ankle off before the room burns. So away. I don't. Have, no. What I'm going to do is I'm going to have something about like half the size of this die, like a orichalcum. And Lump then, of orichalcum. And then I'm going to have it, you know, like do up in spikes or whatever. And so I'm going to have that prepared. Yes. And then I'm going to drug him and do a little bit of surgery. Just like, you know, minor, not very invasive. You mean... (laughs) Not very. Inside or outside the skull? Uh, You know, I'm going to do it outside the skull for reasons I'll become apparent in a moment. You could gulp his nose. That way he'll never even know. No, 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 no. So I'm going to do like a couple of small incisions. Uh Uh-huh. Right? And then I'm going to wake him up. Oh, no. And I'm going to tell him <laughs> that I put it in him. And right. if he ever goes near the wizards, their gate, like the sounds of like, like, look, I can't guarantee those things will not set this off. And here's what it looks like when it gets set off. Blam! Spikes All right, I'm gonna t- I was going to say that the, the flaw in your plan was you trying to perform surgery when you have no skill in surgery. Make if you believe it. If you cut a hole in him and then stitch it shut while he's unconscious and tell him there's a thing in there. Yep. That could work. I'll tell him. Right. <laughs> you do the threat. This is what we did. I'll just stand and by my little whistle. You just look scientific And yes. then turn the switch, and when the little piece of our coffin goes, bop, I'm a, I'm a sea urchin, you go, that's what will happen. If yeah, you're so gonna... would, again, this be a con producer since I have actors? It'd be con. And, it'd be con. Uh, and maybe a little production value? It is a little production. There is Putting on a little show. Um, it will, in fact, be technically music when I do my little whistle. Wow. <laughs> All right. Based on that load of horseshit, I will let you throw your producer skill on top of your con skill. Well done, sir. Well done. Um, See, this is what in fact, In fact, in order to do the cutting and the stitching, we'll get Ryas to do that part. So let me just let me just throw out her skills make sure she doesn't, like, accidentally, you know, <laughs> yeah, but I don't hit an artery and you know? I don't want her in the room where he thinks that he that she cut him because no, yeah, she we'll, doesn't we'll, look like. She doesn't look, I assume I'm scarier looking. <laughs> <laughs> She'll play the assistant. This is exactly the how the whole scene. This is why really big cons work well because they have a, a lot of people. Oh, it's say a lot. Of All right, <laughs> so she uh, is willing to. Uh, I don't know if she's willing to. She may have objected this plan afterwards, but her uh, skill as a vet is enough to make a an incision. Uh, give him the right dose of drugs to knock him out, right. <clears throat> rather than OD him on horse tranquilizer. Oh, shame uh, a spot of his skull. Oh, you're well, you already did. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. um, uh, do the little cut, uh, stitch it back up. You know, a couple, th- two, three stitches. Done. Oh, and wipe uh, him the head once with a hammer, so he'll be bruised and have a headache. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> don't worry. Cutting his skin with a scalpel will definitely make it bruisy and headachey. Okay. Um, yep. uh, especially if there's no anesthetic afterwards. Uh, that we're horrible, horrible people. <laughs> no, we're not. We're letting him go. Excuse me, I'm not on there. This is okay. how we do it. Um, this right. is a victory for everyone. <laughs> I, uh, love, I love your moral equivalency. <laughs> oh, he's like, no, this is a victory for everyone. He gets to go free. We don't have to worry he about gets him. To go free because that wasn't his natural state to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> All right, he did betray us. He was going to give us. He is the bad guy here. Yeah. Keep telling yourself that. 
no, I'm not as a pl- as a player character. I'm not at all bothered by this. It fits my worldview, but just as an individual, I I want to go on record to saying this is awkward. So let's let's say you have this prisoner. He has he has information. I'm roll for the show. <laughs> give me the give me the roll. Tell me how many successes you get. Oh, a lot. Um, uh, let's see, six six successes. All right. You present Manny. Manny wakes up. Don't oh, uh, and you go, uh, and then this. Boom! Your head would be bad. You know, would you just like put it at the base of his head so he can't really see it real well? Maybe like in some place he can feel. And go, oh, but I don't. Yeah. You know, all right. So it's it's extra right annoying. That little knob. Yeah, because he thinks the knob is the thing under the Who skin. Knows. He can't tell. The choice we see is yeah. <laughs> We could insert like a rock or something. Like that. No, that, that, that then you get a horrible post op. No, no, no. There's another that. reason I don't even want to insert anything like that. It's because if he does go to the wizards, they'll keep looking for it. And looking for it. <laughs> Not at all evil. Hence, he shouldn't go to the wizards. All right, and so <laughs> what is the, what is the bullshit message besides I got a thing in your head? Yeah. Uh, what is the what is the uh, other message that you want him to be leaving here with? Don't betray us again. Uh, ob- Don't go to the wizards. Because if, if you go to the wizards, this the, could the crystal spring. will set it off and you'll it'll explode your head. Yeah, I'll, and hope you don't get contacted by them because we don't know how that will feel. Either. Actually, yeah. I don't think it'll you know, activate. If we you uh, but I don't know. If we sure. have our own technology and we'll know where he is and what he's doing. So he knows we don't. Yeah, I wouldn't go there. Yeah, but I mean, we, we we have enough. Remember? That's a good we point. Don't even we don't own. know. Yeah, we look at you like you're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why it's my show. <laughs> All right, then you... he might not believe us in general. Here's yes. his reaction. Are you telling me you're just throwing me off the airship? No, we're letting you go. I don't want to go. There's nothing out there for me. Oh well, you should have thought about that before you betrayed us. There's nothing out there. You do. You're telling me that they can't. All right, if, if they can't get me out of the Hollow Earth, then uh, I don't want to work for them. Well, you work for me now. You worked for me before, but this time you really work for me. <laughs> but this time without the traitor. <laughs> He's like, I, I don't want to leave the airship. I do not want to leave the airship. Are you going to throw me out in the blood bay with no money and no resources? I'll end up down at the docks, you know? Or I'm having sure Flint will have something you can, you can there's some rock. There's some broken rocks you can lift. <laughs> we no, can get you no, a no. job at the Cyclops. No, we you're not coming back up here again. I don't know. You could become... No, he's fine. Throw him out? No, keep him. He's what? Fine. He works for me now. <laughs> they could contact him. All right, he gets to be your houseboy. Well, I don't want that. Well, what if they contact me? You said the thing will explode in my head. No, no, I don't no, want to be no. contacted anymore. It might. We're not sure. Well, that's that not a good answer. <laughs> might is not a good answer. You Here's know? what I know. <laughs> wow, he's my like. What I know is you stay with me, kid, and I'll keep you alive. Um, and you'll have the time of your life. What? No! <laughs> the whole idea it's, was to get him out of here so we can work without him giving any intelligence. Well, we can't just... Push him <laughs> off like everybody <laughs> else can. here? Yes, we can. <laughs> Indeed, we can. Well, he's literally being... He's begging you not to just throw him out into Blood Bay where he can't go to the Wizards because that'll explode. And he's got no money and he's got no well, prospects. Give him, give him some of the Orkakum. No. no, no, no. He'll stay at my house. He works for me now. He's All right, like we have a butler. house now. We have a house? <laughs> so basically, we're yeah, trying we to get took over the house that had the entrance... Oh, that's Rebel true. You woman. you did you did uh, take possession of the house that Flint murdered <laughs> the, old <laughs> the old lady in, as well as any other you know houses so, that nobody else conveniently wanted. 
Well, I, I will admit like conveniently vacated by him. Well, I will. I will say that the yeah, where the tenants were evicted. Uh, I will, as far death. as that as far as that house goes, um, uh, Flint's going to be like, no, I'm going to have to put somebody in there that's a little closer bound to me. Yeah, he 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 would have somebody else he'd want to have in that place. We're trustworthy uh, enough. Yeah. Well, we have thrown the big We party. put you back on the throne. Yeah, and I yeah, and you snuck in through the tunnel that's in there. So it's all the same to you. I'd rather not have. I choose a lovely house that one of the former Culligan loyalists. Uh there'll be plenty of those. There'll be plenty of space that has been vacated by Culligan loyalists uh who have either Jumped over the wall or are currently in the rock breaking. We, we can afford to buy you a house. The point is not to have the trader be your house boy and be going through your stuff looking up information. Like, I'm going to keep any information in my house anyway. Go ahead and I'll tell you what, use your, um, use your uh, con skill to uh, assess whether or not you think you can trust Manny at this point, whether or not he's. We've got a thing in his head. Nothing is more trustworthy than your head exploding. <laughs> I got I love three. The fact that you completely bought into my fiction here. <laughs> <laughs> right. Don't forget, we can always kill him. <laughs> no, actually, but you have to believe for it. Okay, actually, give me a power of fairies. Give me a roll under under empathy, which is uh, three dice. Empathy. Not empathy is three, not not uh, con. Empathy. Isn't this what we all laughed at? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for good reason. Empathy. <laughs> You took that as a skill? No, I, I don't know. I just have some. Did you get any success? I got one. Uh, he seems genuine to you. All right. I have, I have a one plus average. Yeah. He seems genuine to you. He he, he clearly is, at least from your assessment, um, he doesn't want to go back to Wizards because he doesn't want his head to explode. He doesn't want the doctor because he doesn't want his head to explode. Um, Why don't we keep him around till he teaches one of us to fly this airship? We've got what? to be He's one of them. Yeah, but we have another pilot. Who's not nearly as good. Who can maybe put us in the right direction. Plus, if, we're, if we go off adventuring, he can drive. How hard could it be? It's like surgery. It's like brain surgery, which you fortunately well. fake. Or the, the, the rocket the, science, which he's already done. No, you've got the him. rocket science. You can actually do the rocket science. I'm just he's saying. my pilot, and I'm keeping him. I'll walk him every day. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the shirt where it's a bunch of mathematical equations, and underneath it says, without rockets, it's just science? <laughs> no. So, awesome. not seen that. I'm going to say, look. To if you want, I'm taking it to both Manny and to you. If you want to do it, he never comes on this airship again. But sweeping declaration. And I say, man, I said, I've got to warn you. The tune that sets it off is something I often whistle. <laughs> now I will try to not unconsciously whistle. Manny, go to my house. Just go to the house. You might now. want to think about not being around us, <laughs> and we can set you up in a bold, new, exciting life <laughs> here in Blood Bay. <laughs> As a servant. As a serving boy at Eliza's Grog House. No, no. <laughs> you'll just be the estate manager or something. All right. Well, you, if, you, if you put him in the, uh, in the uh, house that's off-site, that's not the... Plus, know, the, I've saved his life now, so he's super loyal to me. From uh, the mad doctor. <laughs> 
super, super doctor. I wasn't trying to kill him. My whole plan was I didn't. Well, he does not want to be just uh, just homeless and blood based. Seems like a shit problem. We could have given him some money, and you're like, no, we cannot give him any money. The money. We have plenty of money. No, we don't have plenty of money. You wanted to make a necklace of this stuff for Flint. Wait, wait, wait till after the big uh, party. There won't be plenty of money. Believe me, that was a special necklace. You guys will have to go back into the um, uh, stealing orichalcum business from the tops of towers. We can do that. Which yeah. we would need a pilot for. <laughs> uh, unless, again, you know, uh, the, the news from Gilbert, the kid, who's like 22, is that, you know, yeah, I can pilot the airship, but I'm not nearly as good as, as Manny can, and, you know... The devil you know is better um, than the kid who... Probably can't fly. Uh, you know, not the personal. Case. He's been the most air. The most time he's had flying an airship has been inside the Hollow Earth since we got here. Okay, he had less time. He was a mechanic on the ship. He was originally one of the engineers. Now he had some skill, but it was this much. It's been on the job, learning. Manny knew more. Yourself. What was that? Believe in yourself. <laughs> I want you to know that telling him believe in yourself does not actually add any die to his die roll. Okay, his dice pool does not, his, <laughs> his dice pool does not get be- bigger because you know Vince gives him a pep talk using Khan right. and makes him think he's the best pilot as he tries to fly the Zeppelin under the Golden Gate Bridge and you guys just peel the top of it right off. Let's just just keep Manny at my house for now <laughs> until we figure out an ongoing solution that doesn't. I mean, we can't just have him wandering around. That's worse than knowing where he is. All right, just have. Yeah, if he's wandering around, the there's there's who who knows who he could run into who has an interest in your airship that he can fly. Mm. <laughs> you know, having been kicked to the curb, have he might have deal with a it. score to settle. A score to settle. I don't want to get expecting him. a damn thank you card. He's right valuable. There. I'm not going to hand him over to Flint. We might need him later. All right. All right. But oh, that's a that's a really good point. If Flint got a hold of him. And what? What would he do? Then he'd be you able know to, how to fly, fly on a ship, right? <laughs> and he wouldn't need us nearly as much. Mm. You know? And the guy that you just abandoned in Blood Bay and scared to death is now loyal to no one. All right. I'm just going to say this. <laughs> Manny, I want you to think about what you've done. <laughs> <laughs> go, <laughs> go to Vince's house. Go, go to the Vicon's house. <laughs> And think about what you've done. And this, this is not going to happen again. This is your one-time get-out-of-jail-free card. Get-out-of-death-free card. Ow, ow, ow. Oh, yeah. Ow, no, that's ow. staying inside. Yeah, don't, don't. Do not betray us again. Don't, don't poke it. Just the, the <laughs> best. over. The just. best we can do in this situation is just let the, let and the doctor simmer down. And maybe in three to five months, we'll take it out. Rub it with a little bit of salt, but... It's gonna hurt. Let the doctor Lemon juice. Is that, is, that the, is that the antiseptic you're recommending? He rubs it with lemon juice. It's good for you, one way or another. We'll have the vet take care. I mean, the doctor take care of it. All right. So well, you know she's a vet. Never mind. I we would have like to point out three doctors and none of them are actually. As you guys keep gasping, no, we had one. Yeah. He died horribly in the humanitarian. 
letting a traitor survive. Wow. All right. Did you just say you're a humanitarian? Again, the words that do not mean what you think they mean. What I would like to point out is that out of the situation, I am the good guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah actually. Because in my mind, that making all is skill, gentlemen. <laughs> That's all what that con skill is all about. All those arguments you're making, I was thinking, yeah, maybe Manny should be killed. <laughs> But that would be wrong of us. But that would be wrong. See? I right. assume. I said that. Alright, uh, I am I am thrilled with the current situation because <laughs> it just keeps the it just keeps all the plates spinning. That's, <laughs> rather than any eliminating any plates, you just got added another plate. Got, well you don't want like three. It's okay. This is this is how you run we added the a con, con we have to keep up. We had we added conversation with wizards that we have to keep up. Yeah. We added a party that apparently we're throwing. Apparently it's oh. a giant event. Now, now you people know showmanship. This is what I've been waiting for the so, entire adventure. So now we can hide the real plans and we'll put the fake plans and we'll see if Mandy steals them. Sure. There's a, that Someone is a possibility. Should probably, I mean, we have, the, we have the fake ones. We should probably go see if we can actually like barter for them. Yeah, I don't. You don't really want. Well, to wait a while. See if you I don't want to them. talk to wizards right now because they scare me. I don't I quite want, understand them yet. I don't want to call them wizards anymore. And also, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the idea of calling them wizards just it really sort of implies that they've got like third level fireball. You no, know? <laughs> just that word over and over and over. Well, wizards. I just don't. I don't wizards. think we're positioned. Wizards. We're dealing from a position of strength. We don't know what we want from them, and we don't know how powerful they are. Let's just avoid them for now. All right. But I do want. But now we have these fake plans. If they disappear, we know that we know Manny did it. Yeah. Okay. And we just have to whistle it to him. Leave the con in place. <laughs> the con is so powerful. We've all believed it. Don't look at it. Gullible. Yeah. I believe it. Putting on the show, you don't break the fourth wall. It's, keep the show up. <laughs> Alright, but let's not get in some epic showdown with Manny and you guys start trying to whistle, right? <laughs> Just shoot him. No, what is what I mean, what would we have to whistle? I don't know what it is. So I wouldn't be able to do it. I would just be able to we pull have the that gun little whistle. ray gun. <laughs> we do have an actual well, ray so gun. So we so can wide. make his There's head explode. You really need his head to explode, you do have the sound gun. Yeah. <clears throat> Alright, so um Step two. Uh Manny has been settled outside the ship. Plus there's now somebody in your it's not a hovel. You you have uh, uh, my question is is uh, take something that would be fitting my station as a you know that is an actual house as a count as opposed to a a, a room Plus in a I, building. I might even be a duke by this point. <laughs> <laughs> the Duke of Blood Bay, um, the, the uh, Duke of whatever that Earl. city, the the last city that we with the eight men in it. Weimar. Well, uh, new, there was a new Weimar. It was Weimar. It, was, it was new Weimar. Yeah, see, it was quite lovely. I mean, it was it was, it was quite picturesque. What they're right on the edge of the waterfall, and yep. you know. so after the party and everything's in place and we've established ourselves is when we found a religion. <laughs> and then this shit's tax free, baby. <laughs> tax free. No, it's more of a mind control thing. But I doubt stuff is tax free in the Hollow Earth. Um, so um, no, this is a libertarian paradise. What are you talking about? There's no taxes. Um, there's bribes. Yes, there's there's what there is is there's kickback and um, vig, or whatever. The, what's the term that they use in uh, for the interest on a on a loan shark loan? Uh, so, Sally May. Yeah, there's there's that too. Um, all right, so 
Uh, as far as the event, and again, one of the problems with the Hollow Earth is not, it's tough to go, and then it's night, and then it's day, and it's night, because there's not, it's just day. Um, you guys are a couple of sleep cycles down the line. Uh, you've got the engines going on the uh, Cyclops. Cyclops. Um, uh, your um, patron, shall we call him, uh, Mr. Flint, uh, is Captain Flint is thrilled with uh, your your work getting the engines going. Oh, and, by the way, the way I'm treating all those guys who are working on the engines. Yep. Trusted lieutenants, building them up, like... Doing your best to schmooze them and to thinking that they're on your side? No, 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 no. They are on my side. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to see them all standing on the deck of the Cyclops as you fly away. And, so long, suckers! <laughs> see you in Cincinnati! <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to create a, a, a esprit de corps within them. All right. Well, um, as long as you're willing to get covered in engine grease and muck, uh, you're, you're probably going to do all right with these guys. Um, they're not... Uh, White lab coat suited, um, sure. Outside broken nail uh, uh, engineers, um, but um, uh, as far as the, uh, uh, did I have you actually roll for the event? No, I haven't. So Vince, you want to roll for the gala? <laughs> Time to gala up. <clears throat> this is my moment. This would be a good place to use style points too. Don't yes, <laughs> danger magnet. Yeah, this is this well, is this is a style point moment. But I also have like, I've built up to this. Well, this this is, this like, is going to be the producer. It's not con at this point. It's straight producer. Let me see what else. What other skills you got on the sheet here? Any others? Uh, I can add my, I can add my performance to it if yes, you want you me can. to perform. Yes, at the yes event you can. Oh yes, performance. But uh, if anybody's going to assassinate Flint, they're going to attempt to assassinate them at this event. Yeah. Thanks for giving the game master an idea. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> wow, that's a lot. That's what, uh, that's what Danger Magnet is telling uh, So, yes, what you want to do is you want to do uh, producer, uh, roll into that, and uh, let's throw in. God, his performance is really good. Um, Mine? Yes. Or, yes. Um, it's a nine, so long as I'm doing it with other people. Uh, yeah, so. And my producer is a nine. I think that's your con. Your producer is six. Oh, you're right, it is. Sorry, so give me line. six dice on that, and give me um, nine dice for you, but not all of them will count. Uh, Go ahead and... Five. Five? Uh, three. Three. All right. Three is, I think... Oh! Okay. Um, hmm. See here. Uh, I'm going to use Surfer Squirrel Razzle Dazzle. <clears throat> All right, between the two of you, putting this not this nonsense together, um, and for some reason, uh, everyone is completely enraptured with with Kenton now, um, uh, because of his 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 master of ceremonies, whatever 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 job we've given him for this is the smooth. I will smooge everyone there. Which also means that if Flint you're, feels you're saying, he'll kill Kenton rather than one of us. Um, uh, we're going to call I this a... someone next to me to tell me all the names of the people that I'm going to go up and talk to next. So I'm like a little snippet. So they'll actually tell me like... The script oh, girl. The, the, script. Script. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, yeah. the next person. She'll follow you around with like, this is... <laughs> this is Mr. Jones. Mr. Jones! Jones nice yeah. to meet you. How are your children doing? Yes. Uh, and, and I will... 
named Kimmy and Bobby. Kimmy and Bobby, Bobby. yes, yes, how are they doing? Yes. Bob Jr. I'm, I'm thinking P.T. Barnum puts on a coronation. Okay, well, um... So tasteful. Tasteful. <laughs> or a uh, pirate bay? Sure, <laughs> and we have electric lights there to come on, uh, and the, you know, the, the airship will be playing music overhead. There's, of course, the loudspeaker system, we forgot about that, yes. No, I didn't forget about that. <laughs> like, dramatic music. <laughs> oh, I didn't forget about that at all. All Maybe right, some old records. Something Don't forget the phone for when we go back to the service. Well, then I of then course. I then I forgot to add in a couple extra things in because uh, you you you've uh, I was just doing this as your straight skill shot, but and I've hired. All let's the call this uh, let's call this a team of highly trained assistants <laughs> and prostitutes uh, and a good set of tools. I'm going to call it and had some practice. Yeah, so. Um, give you rolled three. Yeah. Uh, give me. Let's throw in another eleven dice. Eleven dice. Yeah. Uh, so this would be nine. No, take all the. This all would be the nine and a red. And a red, and then I should throw in two style points just for razzle dazzle. All right. Give me two more dice, or give me another two sided die. There you go. Aha. At the moment, you're having a simple success modified by Kenton, but I forgot that you got props. And things and five, one. yeah, okay, that's out of that's fucking ten. insane now. That's ten. <laughs> all right, well, <laughs> yeah, um, and all of our money is gone. There's the this this falls into the heading of the game of amazing success. You had right now, you had one success, now you've moved into amazing success <laughs> department. Um, so yes, it's the amazing you were hoping for. Uh, fortunately, none of the fireworks hit the Zeppelin. So that's a bonus. Roman Bacchanal in place. Yeah. Um, uh, you've, you know, you managed to get multiple venues to, you know, uh, uh, it's actually in multiple venues, not just one venue. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, and um, uh, when the bill comes due, <clears throat> it is going to be, uh, since it's an amazing success, in fact, if I add it all together, it's a lot more die than... Yeah, it's like five successes above amazing. Um, we're going to go with you manage not to exhaust your money supply completely. The more successes, the cheaper it is. You yeah. can really stretch a budget. Yeah, that's where so the you, talent comes in. Yeah, that's you've you've managed to again. We asked a few people to invest and the hookers. Um, yes, there's a lot of there's a lot of now the the, the, the oh also <laughs> the problem may be that the next you know for the next week or so prices are inflated because there's all this extra oracalcum floating around the city. <laughs> well, the other thing, I, I, some of the families that were kind of in the gray zone, yeah, that you know, like they might have they've been looked at a little suspiciously. I of course indicate to them that investing in my grand bacchanal would really look good for them, and then <laughs> Kenson would introduce them to Flint. Yeah. All right. So those who say, for instance, didn't pick a side in the last conflict um, uh, are now more than happy to help pay for this. And so you guys will not have exhausted your money supply, but you're going to be down to your last, like, I don't know, uh, uh, eight ounces of of oracalcum. But you've spent an enormous, just a ridiculous amount of of money. And now we're beloved. Uh, There is, yes. Well, that seems to be the case. You've got some beloved. Now, during the beloved... Uh, and the drinking and the the music and the noise and uh, the sort of uh, gigantic spectacle that is right up there with, you know, a Roman triumph, although with less of a parade involved because the streets are kind of small. Um, I'm sure Flint will address everyone from the loudspeaker system and the Zeppelin and talk about how cool it is this, you know, and 
you know. We do a whole ceremony, put a crown on him, you know. Um, uh, uh, Flint will complain that he doesn't want a crown. What he wants is a cool sword instead. Then I'll have the governor pre- present him with a cool sword. Look at a cool sword. Um, you know, it's like that, it, it, that sounds better to him than a crown. Crowns are for pansies. pansies. Anyways, I'm going to have a sword. Um, unfortunate because I was thinking about the Orcal crown. Really, brilliant. <laughs> if only you can get him to wear it all the time. Well, Throw <laughs> our money in one last extravagant gesture. Um, for... But uh, my question for you is: having thrown this enormous party uh, uh, for Blood Bay, which again, I guess I'm going to end up titling the episode after one of those summer, you know. Uh, vacation movies like spring find a spring break film to title this one because that's about what you've produced <laughs> the STD rates have gone up through the ceiling in the in the town and alcohol poisonings are up um, oh darn what, before I what the party intel, I was trying to invest in all their antibiotics what intel did you want to uh, I mean you've gotten introdu- introductions across the city because of this alright um, there are uh, there are uh, guilds and individual captains, uh, uh, just across the, uh, the the city, and and you know, and my question is, given the time that I, I'm going to say that you know this took say uh, a couple of weeks to throw together, or what would have been say 14 tides if they measure their time by the tides. I'm hoping like a whole weekend extravagant, yeah. maybe even a week. So suddenly it's carnival. Yeah. Okay. Um, In Blood Bay. Uh, Carnival and Blood Bay. Uh, my, it'll become an annual. A number of ships come back to port. They those that might have left wait until after the event. You know, um, it. Uh, uh, so word sort of gets out about this, and the, some some ships that were maybe at, uh, out at sea come back early or whatever. Um, as uh, there's a few examples of that, um, but. Um, uh, what uh, sort of things do you guys want to pick up? Because right now you sort of have access to every goddamn person who's who's anybody in Blood Bay. What do you want to glean out of that, or what are you looking information are you looking to gather up now that you have all these people dancing at your fingertips, you know, um, and with each other uh, in Blood Bay? You've got all these introductions. What sort of stuff uh, are you looking to discover? Or there is there is there is there, because uh, I'm presuming that what you're looking for is to increase your, what you know about this place and who you have, con- who you know about this place. So I what you know is who you know. Because yeah. if you're going to do the Flash Gordon, like, all hands assault, you need everybody to love you. Yeah. Well, and that's why we need to be up on stage near Flint. Yeah. Like, but we not- need to be cheery nearby. Yeah, you do. You manage to, you manage to, to not, to be near <laughs> him with, and that's part of the, you know, again, uh, amazing successes. Uh, five sex. It was five successes beyond what was listed as amazing success. Um, my question. So you've managed to be in his vicinity without upstaging him. It's the whole point. Yeah. So without without eclipsing him in any way or making him feel eclipsed, you were always just eh, close enough that we actually want him to feel as though we are pushing him upwards. Yes. As though if he were to kill us, he would slide back. <laughs> That is not a terrible description of what you have pulled off. Of. We are a, a very friendly stepladder. You are the wind beneath his wings. Yes, that's what we're going for. Well, the things I'm curious about are... I might even sing that song. Did you ever know that you're my hero? Wow! <laughs> wow! <laughs> that's the boy. It 
hadn't been invented yet. It's fine. Certainly. I'd like to, because it would be, it's completely appropriate. <laughs> I'd like to know anything about the Atlanteans we can find out. I'd like to know anything about... Well, go ahead and ask specific questions. What, what, start just to ask questions and, I'll, 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 and we'll, I'll be willing to field what the general knowledge of this world okay. these people would have. And there are certain people here who've had more contact with the Atlanteans than others. Well, my first actual is more tactical. Now that Flint's back on the throne and after this party, are there any actual valid challengers? No. Nobody's interested in challenging Flint at the moment. Okay. Not, not that anyone's willing to admit to, not certainly. Not with his loyal friends by his side. No. And not when they're talking to his loyal friends. Yeah. Now, I will mention one other character who sort of um, zipped by uh, in the sort of personas of Blood Bay. Um you would have, you know, again, Briggs is there. You know, you see Sarah Briggs. You see Flint. Uh, Eliza, of course, is uh, is on uh, on station as well. Not Eliza Doolittle. Nope. Uh, but um, she could have danced all night. Constable, uh, the the chief the chief peace officer, peacekeeping officer for the city is this Balrog named Iron Tom. Yeah. Who is roughly the size of this room, and. Um, uh, uh, he would have been uh, apparent at the event. Um, he's big, giant, black-haired, hairy, sort of half Hagrid, half whatever that Scandinavian guy who played the mountain on oh, Game of Thrones. Uh, um, yeah, uh, he, he, he's 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 a uh, uh, gigantic and taciturn. Um, <clears throat> the only other person who might have turned up that would have been of some interest would have been Sergeant uh, Sebastian Grill. <clears throat> Sergeant Grill is former U.S. Marine Sergeant Sebastian Grill. Hmm. Uh, he's uh, what you would have learned about him is that he runs the he runs the the uh, biggest armory in the city. He is the he is the city's uh, merchant of death. Hmm. Was and, uh, was. <laughs> uh, He's quite old. Um, uh, he's quite old. Um, he would be. He would have been. He would have like arrived, like on a. He would have been carried on a litter. He wouldn't have walked across the city, and he would have moved around uh, with uh, with a cane. He looks like he might be in his seventies or mm-hmm. older. Um, uh, that's really odd because if he was a U.S. Marine, he. Is not that late of a. He would have come in after Flint. Yeah, well, he no. Uh, Marines go all the way back to eighteen oh. You know, the, right? But I thought Flint was like to the shores of Tripoli. Yeah, bingo. Um, uh, Flint came in the late nineteenth century. Oh, like the eighteen right. like the eighteen eighties, eighteen nineties. This guy claims to be a civil claims to be a civil war veteran okay. uh, from the Union Navy. You, you know, doesn't care much and doesn't care much for them rebels who occasionally come to town. They do good business, but okay. Um, he's quite like I said. He's quite elderly. He is surrounded by and and, and is and he is a, 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 escorted by bodyguards carrying modern weapons, not piratey weapons. Right. I mean, sure they've got cutlasses and daggers and good stuff like that, but uh, his people are armed with repeating rifles. Okay. Um, uh, 
the the one for and again I say that the you know he 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 makes he's the guy in charge of making black powder, uh, which means he's the guy who buys up the charcoal and the sulfur and the saltpeter that's that's brought into the city. Um. So that's the one guy who sort of stands out as far as one of the other power players in town that you may not have been immediately introduced to in the, in the earlier parts of this uh, your 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 initial counter coup mm-hmm. that you ran. But um, what sort of specific questions did you have uh, about? Um, oh, there are no other contenders now. There's nobody else looking uh, claiming to uh, those who supported Culligan who were not. His individual crewmen, uh, that is the people who just benefited from his regime, um, are, you know, there those people are here too, mm-hmm. all to smile and say hooray and we love this place and also make a payment to the into the kitty to pay for this thing, which is bigger than everybody else's. <laughs> that that's one of their one of their one of their one of, yeah one of their uh, penalties is they're having to pay for this. Um, <laughs> See, I know how to work money. Uh, the uh, the the only thing that's kind of going on in Blood Bay right now that no one's really sure what to do with is, um, uh, and and, and uh, Flint hasn't really got an answer. He's kind of ignoring the problem. Is that um, they, they basically went okay? All that slavery is over with. All the slaves are free. And then what? Don't care. Not interested. You know. We're not repatriating you. You're just free. Go get a job, asshole. I mean, and so there's a lot of labor in the city, and it's driven the, you know what I mean, driven the the price of labor in the city way down, and that has well, caused we'll, some trouble. We'll fix that problem. Except we could hire them for something. Anything. We could hire them to modernize the city and start taking plunder from other areas and trade agreements. Better than my plan, which was to form Bravi, but... To form what? Bravi, the Italian private militias that they had during, like... Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, there are already those. Let me assure you that this city is overrun by the... by these private militias. Every ship... Has their own... Has... is is a a fighting force. But yes, we'll start this whole engineers... Oh my gosh, we'll do a public works program. We'll build bridges. It'll be called the New Deal. <laughs> I never would have suspected you would have sided with that class traitor Roosevelt. He's practically a communist. Well, you know. It's popular, though. Have you noticed how popular it is? <laughs> it's popular. <laughs> That's the problem with these dirty socialists. They're so damn popular. Um, uh, anyways. The biggest threat, like, what's the... Um, what group is the biggest threat to Blood Bay currently? Uh, like, the biggest threat to Blood Bay. Amazons seem to be too far away from Blood Bay to well, be that, really a threat. They're, the the Amazons are you know a known quantity. Yes, uh, but they're not really a. Um, they don't seem a to threat. be out here by where. Um, they're not really doing anything. They're we biggest... also traveled like five days by airship. Away from the Amazons. Yeah, we're like across the Atlantic, basically. Well, well, there will be people who will tell you that the Amazons are a threat Amazon. because they are <clears throat> that, that there is this uh, this thread of uh, Amazonist uh, uh, insurrection that is a problem, and you'll get various sides of the argument, but. Apparently, it's there's there are Amazons, right? There are actual freaking Amazons that speak Greek, and then there's this sort of Amazonist thought that has gotten out that implies that women are not property, you know, <laughs> uh, or that they can, you know, that there's uh, that there's a meritocracy, and that's not a really big deal 
in Blood Bay because Blood Bay is this total Darwinist meritocracy. That if yep. you can seize it and take it, you know, you're, yeah. you're, it's yours. You deserve it. You know, and nobody goes, well, that, you know, they've, there have been pirate captains who were ex-Amazons who were kicked out of the Amazon communities and have gone, become, you know, uh, uh, made their own way as either crew members or pirates. And there are also uh, women who've uh, 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 meritocracy, merited their way out of just being a scullery wench or serving drinks. Uh, or being a prostitute, because again, out of just you know brutal tenaciousness, and um, uh, and but there is this there is this sort of idea that this uh, that any number of societies in the Hollow Earth are affected by this this Amazonian thinking that some societies do not react well to the idea that their 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 women are not. Um, uh, uh, incubators. We'll call that and the Amazonian agenda. The Amazonian agenda. There is, in fact, an Amazonian agenda. Hmm. Um, so there are societies that have there are societies that have actually become Amazonian, Amazonian, but are Amazons. Okay. Um, uh, mostly primitive, primitive societies where they've they've uh, suffragettes, that yeah. sort of thing. Yes. Uh, but um, blue stockings. The uh, as far as the um, uh, biggest threats, the Blood Bay. Um, the because uh, apparently I'm assuming that Blood Bay is going to be our new base of operations. You know, we really should think about changing the name. Maybe. Yeah, I've been thinking about that. Something a little more razzle dazzle. Less blood, more bay. <laughs> more. Uh, uh, um, so yeah, something with the word freedom in the title. If we've learned nothing from the last three <laughs> bullshit <laughs> wars we've had, it's freedom gotta have, it's Freedom Bay or Bay of Freedom or Fritos or something. Flint. <laughs> Freedom and something. Fraternity! Ah, there we go. The Flint Freedom Fraternity. Was it Liberty? What's the French Revolution? Liberty, Egalité, and Fraternity. Yeah. We have Flint Freedom. I totally use that in the production. <laughs> Flint Freedom and Fraternity. <laughs> the, uh, the, probably the biggest threat, of course, is probably um, the area. Um, only because it's the you can't get at it. You know? It's this floating rock the oh, size of a mountain. Can. Well, up until now, um, they don't seem to ha- they don't have black powder, powder technology up there. Um, at least that anyone can notice. And why would they? They just need to drop things. They have, in fact, to drop things on people before. Yes. Um, All right, cannons. It is onto the airship. Um, <laughs> we might want to build another airship, something more suited for war, if we were going to do that. But let's bring the middle another. Oh my god! I, I there was something I watched on. I was sitting in somebody's house for five minutes. There was a modern marvels on where a guy built the submarine. No. Did you see this? Uh, no. He built. It was a homemade submarine he built in his garage. It really wasn't a sub- complete submersible. It kind of cruised along like the Nautilus from Twenty Thousand Leagues, but. And it had these giant eyeball-sized windows in the front, you know, and and, and like an outboard motor to run it in the back. And, uh, it had uh, it had this big bow plane to keep it, you know, level. That had wheels built into it, so you could just drive it up on the shore, and it could be awesome. towed, you know, without having to put it on a on a trailer. But on the the nose of it, way out in front, that was just above the water line, he had a cannon. <laughs> That he could actually fire. I don't know. I'm hoping he could fire it, like you know, with like with a with a lanyard, just pull it, and go, boosh. 
I'm just like, yeah, that's what I want. I want a submarine with a cannon on it. <laughs> Did the government make him give it up or something? Well, no, because uh, you can have cannons. Hell, you can have... Yeah. Somebody noticed that, that flamethrowers are not banned by the um, 1934 Firearms yeah. Control Act. So there's now a commercially available flamethrower on the market. Actually, people have flamethrowers also just to do yard work. Yeah. yeah. I've got to, you know, really, obviously. I would love to use them on the blackberries in my backyard, but uh, I think the city of Seattle might have something to say about me. <laughs> Problem solved! <laughs> Sorry, neighbor. <laughs> or, or you use goats, which are environmentally friendly, then flamethrower, and you have a barbecue! You have barbecue. <laughs> Excellent. Also, so, while we're doing all of this, like, Preparation for his gala and everything. Yeah. We also repaint the airship. Oh, you'd like to take the uh, swastikas <laughs> off the airship. Good boy. We need yes. a symbol. <laughs> Not a swastika. You draw, you're you're going to be on the computer with Photoshop or, or, or Adobe Just Illustrator reverse. making a flag. We're having a flag. Just reverse <laughs> the directions of the little sticks at the end of the swastika. That'll be no problem. Like the I'm sure if it goes American backwards. Indians. Yeah, there you go. We could there make will a, never be any confusion. <laughs> never. Besides, swastika, what's the big deal on the swastika right now? It's only 1936. Well, I mean, obviously it didn't work out so hot for those guys in the night of the long What night. are you doing? Yeah. Making that, the Windows that logo? Happened. You know, that's what it ends up being. I know. The Windows logo. Hmm. <laughs> Intelligence, integrity, respect, brotherhood. <laughs> Unquestioning authority. <laughs> Racial purity. Whoops. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways. Um, I'm just saying that. So the biggest threat is probably the area. But the thing about the area is, is, that, is, is, anyone can, is that it appears to be, it doesn't appear to be directed. Okay. It doesn't appear to be like they can, they, they're sailing it in one direction or another. Ah, okay. It just drifts around. So kind of like, kind of like the, uh, how... Atlantis drifts around on currents of water or something. Yeah, we're not sure why it's, Atlantis yeah. moves. What either. do the Airy want? Um, they just take shit. Yeah, uh, what do they want? Does anybody know? No, they, they, just, anybody they, they, they like show up. Um, the, the general rules of the Hollow Earth are, if you're strong enough to keep it, you get to keep it. If you're not, somebody will take it. And, like, and again, every pirate in Blood Bay is like a Viking in that, you know, we only raid you when we look like we can take you. Right. You know? If we can't take you, then who wants to trade? You know, then it's about being a merchant. But the moment you know that you're Vikings. you look vulnerable, boom, you know the Vikings you know. Vikings will raid even if they can't take it. Then, then they <laughs> started to settle and build yeah. farms and things though. Yeah. How's that? Then, then they, they settle and settle make and make farms. So maybe the sky pirates want something. They definitely want your stuff. And what they because the raiding that happens, uh it's not they're not like you know, stealing or copping. Uh, what they're 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 big on is food. food. They steal an enormous assuming, amount of food. I'm assuming they cannot like grow, grow stuff well. on the area. Yeah. The area, uh, from what people can see from down here, is it's a rock. I mean, it just looks like a rock. So we're gonna have to so, go to the area and figure out what's going on. Plus, like so we take property. cannons and just bombard the shit out of the side of the area, until or <laughs> just just spitballing here. We go talk to them and find out what they need and help them obtain it in a peaceful way. Damn, that's what the last Gordon would do. Yeah, um, certainly the uh, so. What now? You're being all moral. I'm always moral. <laughs> His, his moral compass always points towards success. <laughs> Here's our new symbol. Which one? 
This one. Okay, so you mean the Umbrella Corp symbol from... Yeah, <laughs> totally Umbrella Corp. <laughs> it is Umbrella It is Umbrella Corp. Well, that's the best Labor. you can do with so, so an organization of science? I see no issue there. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Was there... Uh, some, for some reason, I remember a video game where in the game... As you're, you know, as well as cityscapes where there's actually a building that's like marked, you know, Zombie Corp. Like, <laughs> not that there's zombies in the game, but, but it was like, you know, your friendly neighborhood Zombie, zombie Corp. Corp Building Corporation. Because there's, so I, I there's to, one in every video game. Over in Redmond, there's a place called Space Labs Medical. Mm. It just drove me crazy because if I ran that business every Halloween, <laughs> I would have guys and, 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 uh, <laughs> BNC suits chasing down zombies. <laughs> well, that's what I want. That's what I want to see happening when I'm driving down East Lake and I go by Zymogenetics. I, I want to see something with tentacles, you know, come running out, flailing around, and they run with the nets. And they... You know, they have those smokestacks, and yeah. if they were very clever, they could put things crawling out of the smokestacks, which would be very, very funny. Which don't actually work anymore. No, actually, that's why they have those guide wires on them. Yep. yep. Now they're I, not attached to anything. The problem with that is, is the one time I know of anyone who's met anyone who works at Zymogenetics is John Tynes told the story about being at a party, and he met this girl, and he's like decades ago. Um, so in case his wife hears this, uh, but he's at this party, they, they, they hit it off, they're starting to talk, you know, and she says, "What are you working at Zymogenetics?" And he's like, oh, Zymogenetics, that's like the scariest place in Seattle. We're always <laughs> expecting it to burst open like a rotten cantaloupe, spilling zombies and mutants into the streets. And her face just fell. Like, she, she had no sense of humor. Like, is that what you think? You know? Is that what you think? And, and, and then she just I stopped talking to him. It's like, did I hit a nerve? <laughs> did I insult her? Or am I too close to the truth? You know, no answer, but she just shut down and walked away at that point. And he's like, hmm, I'm not quite sure how to, uh, how to interpret this. You could also put points and fins on them and make it look like a missile launching pad. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of even better. <laughs> my, uh, one of my friends from high school actually worked at Cybergenetics for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, as just a, they map out different animal genomes yeah. while he was working with them. But at the same time, we were always going, that's not what you do. You're creating like some animal hybrid, like flying monkeys. He's like, yes, of course we are. That's why it's called cybogenetics. <laughs> the motto is, friendly folks just like you working on friendly folks just like you. <laughs> <laughs> and the flying monkeys would just come right up out of those tubes. <laughs> Those tubes can contain any number of cells. Let's be honest. The tubes are up to no good. Emergency incineration system. If we've, if we've learned anything from the magazine covers from the 30s, is that nothing good ever comes out of a tube. The feds yeah. come in, the suddenly smoke pours out. Yeah. <laughs> they could put uh, a random police car drive. <laughs> they could put blue, green, and white smoke coming out of them for the Seahawks and make it look like they're in they're doing something with their machines, you know. <laughs> Filling with levers. <laughs> Working the dials. Oh, no monsters in here. No Science genetic freaks in the basement. Really Pull a metropolis and just have to be lost levers like... and dials. And yeah. on the switches that you well, always we switch well... them all. And then you go to the other end and flip them all back. <laughs> Why would you turn them all on in a row? I mean, would you just go... Have you seen the device that's it's the box that's all those little toggle switches? 
that when you turn them on, it activates an armature that comes out of the box and turns them all off and then goes back in. And if you turn one on, it opens up, the arm comes out and turns it off. So you can sit there turning them on and the armature just keeps moving back and forth trying to turn it off as fast as you're turning it on. It's this, it's this video I saw online. That's awesome. Anyway, so the, the, the area, nobody knows because they show up and they take your shit. All right. Um, they, they're, they're not about rapine and murder. They're not down. Women and children are not carried off to the area. Okay, so they're um, not cannibals or um, kings, or, or just why would it be cannibals? They look like birds. <clears throat> True, they're not you know. True, um, but they um, <clears throat> target but, practice. But they do. Um, I'll bet we can interspecies breed. That's all I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> wings. It's the way. Of the it's the wings. Yes, we should all have them. Perhaps we can graph them on later. So what about the wizards? What do people? Uh, feel about the, the general attitude. Oh, they is, can be the angels in our new religion. The, uh, the general problem. attitude about the wizards, who uh, is that number one, it should be noted that they did not turn up to this event. Um, they were invited. Yeah, the, uh, the <laughs> poor bastard who has to bring that invitation. <laughs> you know, getting up next to the gate. Can we put it on the stick? <laughs> as long as it's not Flint, yeah. uh, Flynn or. Glenn, or who's who's my Mayweather? Manservant. You're not saying Manny out to do that. Manny. <laughs> I should be able to remember that Manny Manservant. That's yeah, okay. Um, now you will. But uh, yeah, so rapine and murder is not the big thing. They're not interested in causing. They're not interested in causing mass casualties. They're they're interested in taking food, uh, manufactured goods. Um, you know, they will be more than happy to run off with your weapons. We're back to the area, right? So, yes. yeah. That's all. That's the end cool. that I wanted to say about the area. Uh, as far as other things that are out there, I mean, <clears throat> obviously, uh, the Amazon's biggest problem is that they're duking it out. Um, they share a continent with the um, Pax Seminia. Uh, uh, the Romans. The, uh, the uh, what's the, uh, the, the, uh, Ninth Legion Legion or whatever, yes, our the uh, um, our our uh, ape men who've go Romans go Romans, (laughs) Apus Maximus. Um, Yes, uh, the uh, the uh, uh, SP. I guess it'd be SSQR. Yeah, let's avoid SS. There's already too much. The the the, um, Senate and the the monkeys of Rome. (laughs) Senate and the people that were tying up legions. Um, yeah, uh, and uh, for those who've uh, had any uh, contact with them, they do in fact have something that looks like an old Roman caste system, with the gorillas filling out the plebeians, the chimps filling out the the chimpanzees filling out what looks like to be the equestrians, and the orangutans filling out the patrician class. Hmm. Doctor Zaius, or Imperator Zaius, to you, buddy. So- Wizards, nobody has any opinion on those. They didn't turn up for this. Well, their opinion is is they're not to be fucked with. Okay. Um, there's just too many piles of dust. To, for, to, to have re- they inter- ever intervened in city politics? Or? No, they have not intervened in city politics. They pay their rent in Oracalcum. Um, they do all their business in Oracalcum. Who, um, who, who do they pay their rent to? Well... The Flint takes uh, whoever was the uh, you know the governor takes a cut for them you know they, so there are property rights here then there are property rights and when I say you pay your rent um, there is a system of you know no one wants to call it taxes but there's a system of kickbacks if you're in the city and you want to have a service you pay rent and one of those services is uh, you fire know brigade. the fire brigade and the, you know what another service is <clears throat> the new power company yeah <laughs> you show up as. Puget Sound Energy. <laughs> We're 
Here at Blood Bay Power and Light. Cyclops Power. Cyclops Power. Cyclops Power is better than... We really need to work on Blood Bay. <laughs> and apparently my symbols are all wrong. This is actually my whole idea for how we're going to do money is just keep turning on and off the power and get people to pay for it. Uh, well, yeah, if it's on, they'll pay for it. If, yeah. if they're paying for it, oddly enough, the machines work. Oh, yeah, no, but the other part of it is to make it... I'm going to optimize the power system as part of that. <coughs> Put in all sorts of little single points of failure that only I know about. <laughs> well, my big thing is I don't want anybody to try and take the power from us. Yeah. You know, I need to be able to hit a switch. Maybe hum a tune. Uh, <laughs> hum a jaunty tune. <laughs> and all of a sudden the boiler goes, whack! <laughs> the, uh, oh, God. <laughs> um, the, uh, the, uh, so the Amazons are you're not a problem until you get into their shit. Um, the uh, Ape Empire is not big on humans. Um, they definitely have a racial theory. There's a racial component to mm-hmm. their to their world, and that is that having been enslaved by people, they're not interested in cutting people or humans any big breaks. Um, there are other. Beast men, as they're called, around in this world. There, some of them we've seen a fair amount of them here. There's a, a a captain uh who has hired a bunch of these gill men who look very creature from the Black Lagoonie. Um, uh, who um, he's hired them to do uh, uh, dive wrecks, you know, to recover stuff from ships that have sunk, and he's made an enormous amount of money, um, uh, recovering lost. Uh, cargoes, lost gear, whatever, by having these guys uh, go down. But, um, you know, and do his diving for him. He speaks their lingo. Um, their lingo is a little impenetrable to most folks, but mm-hmm. he's able to communicate with them and has some sort of relationship that other captains have not been able to establish. Now, where these guys came from, where he picked this crew of Gilman up from, is nobody knows. Uh, but What's <clears> his name? Let's uh, let's quickly pull a name completely out of my backside by opening up the. Actually, pass me your Hollow uh, Earth Expedition. I'll simply open it up and pull out the name of an editor. <laughs> Good idea. All right, so. Uh, I know these people. I can't use their names. <laughs> All right, let's. Uh, oh, here we go. There's a there's a great name. Let's go with um, Ort Ortland, O R T L A N D. There's a great name. So let's call him um, <clears throat> Bob. No, Bob Ortland. No, no, no. Matthias. Oh, there's a great Matthias name. Matthias Ortland. That's a Matthias Ortland. That sounds like he's up to no good. Wow. He, he should. I was gonna go with something out of um. Shadow of Rensmith, but Matthias mm. Ortland sounds particularly dingy and up to no good. Yeah, so <laughs> Matthias Ortland, who will undoubtedly be at this event. And what are we going to call that one? Let's just call that, oops. All right, let's call his ship the Neptune. Um, so there's those guys, for instance, uh, they're, you know, so we know that there's Gilman, but is there villages underwater or is there a city? Nobody knows. Nobody's really sure. Um, you'd have to talk to the Gilman and the only person who can talk to the Gilman that anyone knows about is Orland. 
Um, there's um, uh, uh, there's uh, some sort of uh, there's various colonies inland of civilizations. In fact, there's um, uh, you guys ran into some El Dorado folks. Um, oh, right. I forgot about those El Dorado. Folks. There was uh, some very Mesoamerican, Aztec looking guys who were uh, corralling dinosaurs and using them as pack animals, uh, whilst uh, looking very Stone Agey in that they had, you know, uh, weapons that were made out of um, uh, obsidian, mm. you know, but all very finely tooled obsidian weapons. Um, so there were those guys. They're from inland on this very continent, um, and uh, what is the name of their... They're not the Caro Indians, let me see here. There's also a... Um, uh, there is a... Let's see here, Secrets of the... No, that's not it. That's on that, and that's it. Um, there is some throw-offs. I mean, there's... You know, people are aware of things like um, uh, a colony of, you know, weeks uh, of, of travel by boat away. There's a <clears throat> a colony of uh, Spaniards from some leftover from some New World ex- descendants of some New World expedition. Yeah. Uh, who are uh, conquistadori. Um, I have uh, a question. There's from- even uh, 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 communities of... Um, uh, in fact, there's a couple of uh, conquistador descendant uh, communities, including my favorite, being the Christex, who worship Jesus Aquatl. Okay. Christian Aztecs. Awesome. <laughs> um, uh, you had a question? I did. Um, from, by, from Flint, I would like to ask him and his ex- expert opinion. By boat, to get to the Amazons, how long would that take? Like, from where he was at <coughs> to Blood Bay? Because um, I know we came kind of like beelined for Blood Bay. Well, as uh, far you as didn't we actually. You, had, you followed the coast. Yeah, Before we you... followed the coast, and then we beelined across to the city, and then beelined down to another coast, the river to another coast, yeah. and then followed that until we until he recognized somewhere that was like, yes, that way. Okay. Um He'd say that that's a that's a journey of the uh, that's like a month's journey. Okay, you know, cool. Um, the uh, that is to say, you know, if we can, you know, he's from the surface world, so he still measures time that way. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, uh, other people are going to measure time and how many meals they've had and mm-hmm. how many times they've had to sleep and things like that. Uh, but um, he'd say it's about a month's time to get to, to if you wanted to get to an area that was controlled by the Amazons. Um, that particular uh, outpost that we landed in, um, or that you picked me out of, is is actually one of the very outer reaches of their territory. Hmm. Was he always at that? Area? That was the place or... where he was brought when he was captured. Okay. Um. As far as uh, <clears throat> as far as uh, you people had asked about, um, well, actually no, let me just. What are the other questions you guys have? Um, uh, as far as oh, there they are. 
I, I keep calling the place El Dorado. Um, uh, that's not bad. But it's not, it's not actually uh, El Dorado. And, um, and uh, the guys who are inland from here are um, far more um, South American Indian than they are Aztec-y. They're, they're more Inca mm. than, than Aztec. But, um, you know, uh, people aren't, you know, people aren't sure uh, how to interact with them. They trade. They, they mine gold. They're, um, but uh, trade is conducted here. They have a, a twice annual caravan that they come to Blood Bay to trade. They probably the caravan, since this is a long event, is probably still here, even though the, the rebellion took place. You guys saw them when they were attempting to arrive and were having problems getting past the saber tooths that were outside. Not something else that's going to change. While while th- that that whole arrangement of staking people outside and attracting animals, that's been done away with because it makes it harder to get in and out of the city. <clears throat> in fact, uh, some of Flint's loyalists are having the unenviable task of going out and chopping down trees to push the, the safe zone, the clear field of fire area, further back and eliminate the opportunities for animals uh, to ambush people coming into the city mm-hmm. from the undergrowth. Um, what other questions? You had questions about... Uh, um, <clears throat> I actually... Uh, Sar- I would like to go talk to uh, Sergeant Grill yeah. um, and ask him... Um, he probably is familiar with the other free cities that are around. Mm-hmm. Um, and is it ever, would it ever be, a th- what would be the ramifications of a unified group versus like the Atlanteans? Cause they seem to not be in this area. <clears throat> well, the, um, as far as the, the free cities go, um, mm-hmm. there are. Uh, a handful that we people know about. I mean, the area, I guess, counts as a free city. Mm-hmm. Um, the um, Amazons have a central city, but they also have several outlying uh, fortress towns or forts that have turned into towns or something. Okay. Um, there's okay. the uh, the apes. Uh, there's. Um, is there many places? Is there? There's supposed to be a Viking. For- there's supposed to be some North North Northlanders. Uh, uh, literally. Uh, uh, they're far away because they're supposed to. We, we've encountered their ships before, but they're supposed to be up by one of the the, the North Polar opening. Okay. Um, but what would be the uh, the effect? Well, uh, it would certainly uh, give the Atlanteans something to shoot at. Um, one of the things that the reasons that Blood Bay is different uh, is that we have access to the sea. We're the only one that has access to the sea uh reliably the big things that Atlantis does is it squash it it, it it goes out of they go out of their way to squash any kind of trade communication transport uh any any movement through the ocean which is the fastest way to go around the farthest distance with the most stuff okay. and uh coastal cities coastal communities are squashed um the places that are the biggest the El Dorado uh, Nuvo Roma, um, Nia Themistia, Themiscara, they're all inland. They're all where the, uh, which means though that uh, it limits their ability to communicate. You know what I mean? It limits mm-hmm. their contact to become, it forces those places to be kind of, you can't have an isolationist. Yeah. 
they force them to be very provincial and and you know they can only and that also forces them <clears throat> to deal with the flora and fauna of the hollow earth on not equal means. Yes, there are big, horrible, nasty things in the ocean, but with a ship, you have this platform for cannons, and you have this. It's you know they're they're warships. All ships are warships. So because you've got a warship, you can contend with certain of the horrors in the ocean. Not all of them, but you know, um, uh, many of them. And that's different than say a land expedition where you, I mean. That caravan from El Dorado is hundreds of people. And it's just really difficult for groups, you know, that are smaller than that to move around uh, with the threat, the constant threat uh, of, of the wildlife. Um, the, you know, it, it, it just, that alone is sort of the way that they managed to keep everybody separate. I mean, okay. the, very, the very fact of the wildlife in this place. And the very fact of the life that is here uh, being so hostile and so robust means that people are sort of stuck behind walls or in very carefully guarded areas they've created. Gotcha. What, what kind of weaponry do the Atlanteans have? Um, stuff like, uh, stuff out of, um, uh, I, I guess, uh, grills is a little early for even Jules Verne or... Um, uh, H.G. Uh, Wells, but um, presuming a copy of <laughs> um, <clears throat> the War of the Worlds made it into um, uh, the Hollow Earth, uh, girls would say they have weapons that I wish I had access to. Um, they have uh, a couple different things. They have a some sort of ability to control the weather. So the first thing they do is when they want to mess up a coastal city is they whistle up a tornado or a typhoon or a hurricane and just smash the place. And then we, or squash you with a storm surge, you know. Uh, they have some sort of weather control technology that's particularly devastating. Oh, yes, and they can make the lightning go zap. They can create a storm. And I don't know if it's, um, it, it seems like a from the stories that come back from people who've, Live to this because they've smited pirate colonies. If 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 a you know, we've put a group has put down roots in a bay, and uh, you know um, because either the fishing was good or there was some minerals that we needed nearby, uh, you know, like they're pulling you know charcoal or sulfur or something out of an area, you know, to bring back here. Those operations have to be very temporary. You go in, you you do your mining, you get out. If you start to set down roots and you're accessible by the um, by the sea, and they can take a crack at you, they will. So um, he's like, uh, they have the ability to uh, again control the weather, um, at least in a limited range around there. So do the wizards ever well. help you with that fact? Huh? Do the wizards ever help you with that? <clears throat> uh, they, uh, uh, like, tell you when Atlantis is in the area? Uh, they will, uh, yes, they will. They are part of the, because of their, their that telescope. And there's something else about that telescope. So, the, it's, the telescope if is every, actively known by the people in the city. Oh, yeah, because that's, okay. they, they will tell you, oh, when there's a problem coming. They, if, okay. if, they, if they can see that Atlantis has moved. Or the areas yeah. come or something. Uh, but the thing about that telescope is, is there's something special about it because, um, they can see things that I can't see with my telescopes. I mean, 
uh, I get a lot of interference from the sun. Mm. All right, it's, it mostly it blinds me. Whatever their telescope is made of or have it works, they they seem to be able to see better mm. than mine, and I don't know why. Um, as far as other weapons go, let's see here. Um, there's a let's see here. Um, <clears throat> the biggest weapon is the is the weather control thing, and the result of that is that the weather is always perfect. Over their area, uh, their island, mm-hmm. um, it's always growing season. It's always uh, yeah. the, the, it's always just the right amount of rain. Nobody gets flash flooded out. It's always perfect over them. And um, the, if they need to use it as a weapon, they can use it as a weapon. Um, they do have... <laughs> so Atlantis kind of looked like a prow of a ship where it was kind of like tri- uh, kind of rhomboid, where it was yeah. really sharp, but edges that's how the island is shaped but the city itself is is uh is is is, is concentric circles and canals uh, between them um but that doesn't occupy even that does not occupy the whole island Uh, there's a whole lot of area around it and it's it's weirdly shaped like a almost like a horseshoe of mountains all right. Okay. Other yeah. the widest area is the lowest area, and yeah. the narrowest area is the highest area. So yeah. it's sort of it's uh, a general sloping up. So it's kind of like it's always going in that direction. Yes, that. correct. If it went the other direction, it would actually, it would actually force flood. water up into the city. Um, so uh, yeah, good to know. <laughs> uh, but they've they got flying things, not like yours. Flying things, smaller flying platforms. They're awesome. like um, they're, they're like disc shaped. I don't know. Um, I read about this. They're open topped. Um, they're like a they're, um, they're almost like a a disc shaped boat in the sky, uh, and then it's open topped, and they can look over the sides and um, they're uh, steer the island. They can control the weather. Because if we could get Sounds onto like Atlantis and reverse the direction of the island, we could basically... You would do them no it. favors. You would do them no favors. Particularly if you hit the island to something else, that would be even... Has any... Like, do they... You act, does anybody actively trade with the city, with Atlantis? Yes. There are some guys who trade with Atlantis. Um, the things that Atlantis is apparently primarily interested in uh, are around here... Um, uh, slavery is big. Uh, the slavers, the those those of the Virginians, who have currently removed themselves, they trade with Atlantis. I guess something they want more. Uh, they also will take. They also any uh, anything that's been what do you call it um, recovered from a, one of the broken cities, one of the dead cities. <laughs> they'll like they'll, a glowing power ball. That that would be that would do it. Although you don't mention that to him, I'm no. presuming. No, I'm. <laughs> but they, they have those discs. They can fly all over their island in the discs, but it doesn't look like they travel very far from the island. Maybe okay. a mile at most. Okay. So the, there's a range to those discs. They seem to be have a range. Um, there is a... I think we need there's an expedition. A, the city is really... Yeah, it's easy to spot where the city is because there's a giant... Moving. Crystal oh. floating over the middle of the city. Ah, Apparently unsupported by anything. anything. It just hangs over the city. Again, not the kind of thing you'd want to have fall on your city. That would no. do them any good. They, so they're this giant sword of Damocles 
uh, glowing sort of Damocles hanging over the city. Hmm. Um, the, um, there's also a lot of crystal structures that stick up through the island. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, so I've been told. Uh, I've never been there myself. The other guys who, and again, they, they also have personal weapons that look like um, staffs or sticks or ornately carved like scepters. But they can throw lightning. Oh, fun. I think we need to go uh, into an expedition to one of these, like, broken cities. And uh, go see there is one other group stuff. of guys who trade with the Atlanteans. Um, they're not super popular around here, but they don't do any of their work in the city. Um, uh, but they come back from Atlantis and trade here. Um, there is a... Uh, uh, there is a ship, let's see here, called... Oh, All right. <coughs> there is a ship captained by a guy named Quentin Hayes. The ship is the, um, uh, the Blackbird. And uh, they trade with the... Uh, they trade a rather odd trade with the... Uh, with Atlantis. Um, they have found that Atlantis will pay for the skulls of Neanderthals. Why would they want the skulls of Neanderthals? There's something inside them. They have a good resonance for the frequency. But um, they want the skulls. They want proof of dead Neanderthals. And if you... And, uh, uh, ah. Quentin and his men have made a uh, career of raiding Neanderthal communities and collecting the skulls. So they're in some racial purging against Neanderthals. They apparently don't like them for some reason. Now that's one slave you can't and that and 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 you cannot sell a Neanderthal slave in Atlantis. They'll take the ape men. They'll take humans. They'll take the lizards. The lizard men, the gill men, the, I suppose they'll even take the hawkmen, although that's a really tough slave to keep. What with the whole flying away thing. Whenever they want to. Um, they'll take anything, but they won't uh, buy Neanderthals. Now, I'm not sure you would have, I'm not sure if you would have called them Neanderthals, but they're, they're these kind of half men. Um, perhaps you'd refer to them as the Basque. Sadly, <laughs> that has turned out not to be true. Um, if I was a Basque, I would love. And if they, you know, I, I think it'd be great to say, yes, we're the last survivors of the original European Neanderthals here in Basque Country, but turns out not as true as I was hoping. Well, Europeans have 5% Neanderthal DNA. There is that. Um, but there was a time before we actually were able to map DNA where everyone made these, these there were these weird th- racial theories about the Basques having more because they were very ethnically different than the Spanish and the French around them, and they were from the, you know, isolated Andorra or whatever, and they're kind of hairy. <clears throat> but um, uh, I'm not sure. I guess the term Neanderthal has been around for quite a while. Uh, I'll have to check. But um, certainly the, the, he will be able to tell you that there are, he might have even called them the cavemen, mm. you know, that there's a group of savages uh they're, you know, different savages that look a little bit like maybe they're halfway between, K, you know, a, a real man and an ape man. Um, uh, and they're, uh, 
they, they seem, they live in small groups. They're not very technologically advanced at all, which doesn't mean they can't learn. But, um, yeah, they, uh, the, for some reason, Atlantis is really big on offering bounties on Neanderthals. Good labor, probably. Oh, there is, um, you know, there is another, uh, as far as other communities that are, exist, there is a rumor uh, of a community um, populated by, uh, I guess you would have called them yellow men or Asiatics. 1864. And the name had priority over the proposal put forward in 1866 by Ernest Haeckel which was called Homo Stupidus. <laughs> That's rude. Um, Grills would have been uh, into the... Grill would have been into the Hollow Earth before... He, he disappears in like 1861, 1862. Uh, the Civil War is not over when he went in. Um, but uh, whether the term Neanderthal would have caught on in the meantime, I'm not sure. Cavemen might be the term they refer to them as. Is there is these... They're just a brand of primitive savages that are <clears throat> unlike... I mean, there's plenty of savages out there in the jungle who live in, you know, live in caves, they live in trees, villages up in the uh, upper, uh, you know, uh, forest canopy, stay away from the, crit- the, the, the critters on the ground. But uh, there's a particular brand of them that have these big brow ridges and they sort of, uh, you know, not much of a chin and kind of an overbite and... Uh, just a little bit, a uh, little bit shorter and a little bit stockier and broader than uh, than, no- than normal men, and they said they that that is on the hip parade. And again, there's also uh, allegedly a um, in the mountains, deep in the mountains, uh, so high up, so at, at altitude so high that there's actually snow. There's supposed to be um, uh, another. Community civilization, another uh, a permanent uh, outpost of humanity. Um, some people have said it's the it's the origin of the uh, Angartha mythology okay. or Shambhala or Shangri La, whatever you want to call it. Um, I think Shangri La is a is the fictional name applied in the in the book and the movie Lost so. Horizon, okay. and that Shambhala is the, is the is the actual Tibetan. Uh, yeah, yeah, idea. But there's um, there's supposed to be something like that out there somewhere. Cool. Um, so I think we need, like, we can take two one of two actions next, which would either be go and find stuff, go and see about trade with this Erie, see what we can do, or we can um, go and, like, adventure style into one of these ruined cities to collect more of these glowing orb stuff or other things like the book that you found. You, you don't want to collect a bunch of Neanderthal skulls and take them to Atlantis to trade? We could, but I think they'd rather have technology. And then if they if we provide them with stuff, we might be able to trade with them better. So that way we can, like, hey, we're very good at going and collecting stuff and trading it to you. And then we—that's how be we be more valuable than threatening. Exactly. We could also kind of scope them out and spy on them and figure out. Yeah, they're a long ways away right now, though. Yeah, weaknesses. Yeah. But if we were to go trade, we'd actually get onto the island, and then we could search yeah. to figure out how to destroy them. I'm sure there must be a big red button. You just, you yes. know, somewhere as a five-minute sure. countdown. Yeah, I don't I'm safe distance. Before I would ever sort of like approach them, I would not approach them as us. 
and approach them like as like random little group who normally seems to be here. Yeah. So I wouldn't give out, for example, technology. But if you went, uh, so if you went there on a on a sailed ship, sailing vessel, right? Um, yeah, as opposed yeah. to, we go to we take we either wait for them to come closer so we can take a sailing vessel, or we go <coughs> closer, get a sailing vessel, yeah, yeah, and get closer to and get closer. We would never fly to oh, them and land. And by the way, uh-huh. there is a queen. There is a queen. Awesome. I will boo her. Her name is Tiamat. Of course it is. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> 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 and she has five breasts. My fair lady. All right. All well, different colors. As, I, I will take say, as long as they're not different colors, I think we can work with that. Uh, I'll take one for the team. <laughs> take five for the team. <laughs> you may have to take five for the team. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You're the, the the audience at home is missing uh, Mr. Kovar's brilliant. <laughs> Uh, mimery, mu- mummery, mimery, mummery, mummery. So yeah, uh, anything else that you want to try and glean off these folks uh, about the general? Uh, I think we've got the gist of what's going yep. on. Yep. Okay, it's all pretty much as we thought, but we do have some good intelligence. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I will also point out that some of the the one piece of news uh, that will be uh, that will turn up is that. Um, uh, apparently, your your floaty bag thing is not the only floaty bag thing anyone's ever seen. Ha ha! That um, we need to shoot that one down. Uh, there have been. Uh, we need to take it that way. We'll have two. Others? There have been stories, uh, uh, stories. coming from uh, various captains who've seen at distance um, an enormous. Uh, first, they thought it was the airy, but it turned out to be way too small. But have uh, witnessed a large sky-going craft. You know who that is? The other Nazis. Um, they and have, who's to say by now they haven't made another Zeppelin and they're right. shooting it out in here? Yes, there was the one that was the uh, the Thule. But, the Thule. Uh, yeah. They they could have gotten the other one assembled as well. That was on uh, that was on Mirror Island. And yeah. I'm sure that they're probably not thinking they should just forget about us. Well, well if they see the airship, that might get their attention. The good news is, with Manny out of the way, I can focus all my efforts on the rebuilding and getting power and money coming in. But also that crystal, because those crystals float. We could make a very different airship. This crystal floats? Well, it did when you found it. Oh, that's true, it did. Yeah, when you found it, it was hovering in, in midair. You in the- I wasn't there. I right, heard that was Mayweather. Yeah. So we can get But I think you were the one who just grabbed it. I was the one who just grabbed it off. <laughs> and then put it I then back. put it back and then it glowed brighter. So I grabbed it again and I'm like, hmm, all right, cool. And then recharge. The plant imploded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there there was, that there was, was part of the plan. That was part of the plan. <laughs> was it also part of the my main favorite part of the plan is where the the home stunner gets hit by a rock. <laughs> and then all the bugs go, hey! Hi, how you doing? Buffet is on! So we just need to find another one of those places that no one's raided because they're covered in bugs. Yeah, or yeah. something equally as horrible. That uh, responds well to being sonically stunned. Yeah, that would help. That would help. So, yeah, I mean, and I would not mind adventuring well, into an ancient I will city tell you that what. we can go and braid. The um, there are sure plenty of people who are going to be able to tell you essentially, <laughs> like you're back in the tavern in D and D, sell you the adventure map. Yeah, where um, is the richest source of like crazy ass dinosaur ridden cities? Yeah, 
Uh, if you're looking for like where people have found cities but you can't get into them because they're covered in, yep. covered in T Rexes or whatever, yep. um, there's or, or or filled with angry ape men or whatever. There's actually people. There's a market for that. You know, there's a market for that if you'd like to go commit suicide by jumping into the you know Good. there's I will carouse them and if there are a few women I will woo them I you will can't do the wooing alright I will try and get as much information as possible All right, uh, then, then the, we will use some of our social juice credit. yeah um I then tell you what let's go uh, with I believe you're in uh, either streetwise I or have streetwise and uh, kind of the same thing in the haggling I mean I know that's uh, that's more of that streetwise would work or uh, carousal would work better. But. Let's see here. Streetwise, it's a five or a six. <laughs> it's called a five because you're not really in the street. Uh, Alright. Go ahead and uh, and what didn't you also have? You did say you had barter? Haggling. Haggling. Haggling, haggling, haggling. Alright. So go ahead and give me a roll into your haggling skill, please. Alright. Um Two. Two. All right. The um, they will tell you that you know as far as untapped wealth goes, um, there's probably no place less tapped uh, than the city of the living dead. Of course. Where else? What's a little bit more tapped? (laughs) (laughs) No, I like this. I I want to hear more about this City of the Living Dead. All right. It sounds interesting uh, being gullible. That sounds like the best place. Awesome. Uh, As far as anyone knows, it's the most intact, well, sort of intact, uh, ruined city that anyone can can name. Um, the, the, The problem with it is that... It's not exactly intact, it's rebuilt. Mm. Um, anyone who tries to go there, no one's ever come back um, once they get inside the city. Um, they just never leave. Um, huh. the, the, the general, you know, the, the, the general legend is that if you enter the city, it, 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 you'd never come out. Instead, you go to work fixing it. That people have been seen. Huh. Uh, it's know, almost as if there was a compulsion on them. Uh, people have been seen putting the rocks back into place, uh, chopping down vines. It's the city that has, it was damaged horribly. There's a certain amount of repair that's been done to it, although. I think we should. <clears throat> some of it is, uh, it, it's, it's weirdly clean. It's like there's no vines growing up the walls. Um, I believe we and should go there. People who go there. Uh, never come out. They just simply, they belong to the city. And by living dead, I mean they never leave. They stay until they starve. All right. Um, yeah. So they there. start off. Do they start off the... looking fine, and then they look like skeletons. Do you have? The and then they fall over dead. What? Why would we go there? <laughs> but um, let's go to the city with the five guys who get knocked out when you hit them from behind. <laughs> <laughs> Shanghai. Uh, you know, we could use the telescope maybe to spot out some places too. Yeah, well, we don't have access to that telescope. Yeah, we would trade access to the telescope for those maps that they really, really want. All right, we'll go to City of Living Dead. <laughs> um, <laughs> now you're on my team. There's um, 
Another place is probably not uh, the, the Delta is probably not well looted. Is there's a there's something called the Sunken City, um, that only the tops of it can be seen above the waves. Um, that it is completely it, either the sea rose or it fell, uh, and it's uh, it's it's completely submerged. Uh, apparently, though, um, it's a place where even uh, Captain Ortland and his deep diving crew will not go back there, but nobody knows why. Nobody knows why they won't return. But right. uh, it is also supposed to be not the uh, most hospitable place, and obviously incredibly... I like the living dead better. <laughs> I like this other scary place better, because at least I... I feel like we're going to go up to the Living Dead and we're all going to just suddenly start working on this city. <laughs> and I'll be like, you know, End what, of scenario! What did we expect <laughs> to have happen? That's why we have earplugs, though. <laughs> That's the best answer ever. <laughs> I mean, the earplugs obviously save us from your device. Obviously, they will then save us well, from whatever also, is going on in that there city. There has to be a range for this compulsion. Yeah, we so, in the city. Simply, we put somebody earplugs... In Kenton. Like a winch. And <laughs> we just... <laughs> winch it down. Yes, and we yeah, just the winch is actually a marvelous idea now that you mentioned it. <laughs> I'm good with that. If I start trying to, you know, go try and fix the city, just winch <laughs> me back up. Alright. I'm, do I'm good with this. Um, let's see. The uh, We have to is, wait to get more uh, <laughs> hydrogen. This is a brilliant plan. Yeah, that, that's the one that would be the least looted place anyone can think of. Well, let's go there. Um... There, there are other That'll places. Stop all attacks on us. Um, there are certainly like, other. We don't need to bother. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to bother them. Uh, there are certainly other other uh, places. Um, uh, they mentioned the city in the falls um, because it's got a population of uh, what isn't overrun by um, uh, raptors is 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 patrolled by hulking ape men. You guys have been there. We've been there. Uh, doesn't mean you got everything. It just means you got a goodie. You did get a goodie out of it. We we really rated that in a pretty slapdash manner too. We got two goodies out of it. We got the book and the yep. globe. But so we go back and roll for encounters again. Well, the roll for random encounters. There were all these <laughs> giant glass gears and things, which have to be worth something to the Atlanteans. I mean, yeah, they're worth something to me. What? Also, I haven't heard about that yeah. before. I mean, oh, I'm sorry. Yes, inside the building that they found the, the <laughs> Syrian um, before it collapsed. <laughs> we oh. kind of. It, 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 <laughs> we're assuming the signage on the outside of the building said "power station." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. It had kind of what with the waterfall going by. Everyone yeah. thinking and over. My down. methodology yeah. was. Troublesome at best. We basically, I was trying to do a, a run. We had reason to believe that there was two items in given locations that I just sort of knew about, and so I um we just went down with the sonic like push back all the creatures and raptors. You should use your con skill to make me believe this story. We, <laughs> well, they're all they're all backing me up. We ran no, in like yeah, we the most suspicious sounding story of all time. Well, really, what you hear from us is we went into the city searching for items. We're not really sure why we went into the city and or why we we felt it was the best logical way to do it. So we went down there, we found the stuff, we um, blew a hole in the floor. Yeah, coincidentally, where these two none items of us were. really tell, talk about his woo woo psychic ability. All right, that he has never said anything about. Just, you should probably get him one of those Y shaped sticks so you can just say, "I'm dousing." I'm dousing. Totally dousing. I'm just a great leader. There's that too. 
He is an astounding leader. He is an astounding leader. I lead the new I will treasure. follow him to my death. I <laughs> Very likely. Next year. <laughs> that is that is completely possible. Soon. I will follow him to my death in front of him, going where he knows. Yeah, that place be. collapsed, right? Yeah. That yeah. power station collapsed. But, but there's other but there are other buildings throughout it, but yeah. uh, you know, there are other buildings we throughout could go it. There are other buildings way. over there? Yeah. Well, we could go back to all the in various calls. stages of disrepair. We just have to deal with the eight men if we decide to go in there. So the most see, eight men I feel like we can deal with. And uh, giant horror, giant carpets of uh, carnivorous insects, and yeah. Uh, yeah, that was the problem. Easy peasy. Everyone was icked out by that. It was like that scene at the. Uh, it was like a better performed version of that scene in King Kong, which I wanted to like that scene, but I didn't. I don't know what it was about that. That scene's been in a lot. There was that scene in uh, Indiana Jones. There you go. And the Crystal Skull. It was in uh, the Mummy. Yeah. Well, everyone uh, likes the scarabs better. I think yeah. everybody likes the scarabs. I think that's a great place to go. We can we can we can a All right. we can use our sonic weapons against the scarabs or whatever the hell they are. Well, I'm the one who went and found this information. And I only tell you guys about the city of the dead. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you just have to use the power of memory? Yeah, I think, I think it's a get back to the to the, um, uh, yeah. the, the the city by the falls. That's not hard to do. No. Um, but um, uh, and then again, they, they mentioned the, the sunken city. Um, so yeah, I think that's a good idea. There's, uh, but the, the city of the living dead uh, is the one that is the least. That is the uh, if there's an El Dorado that's not actually El Dorado. It's the um, city. this is the one that everyone talks about. That you know, I'm happy to go there. I just feel like we've got this place. Gear up first which, and which, then go back. It wasn't that scary, and and there's a bunch of cool stuff there. There right. might be. There also might be piles of monkey ossified monkey poo. Could be. <laughs> Imagine a rookery just... made out of gorillas that are twelve feet tall. It's, it's not, <laughs> not going to be pretty. Over. Turn around, and come back. <laughs> but um, oh, I do want to install winches though on on the ship. Oh, there absolutely was a, a cargo winch. There's a cargo. No, but I mean like multiple winches that we could actually use to lower ourselves individually. Oh, okay. Well, there, the, what I had on what I, what I had on the thing. Are you talking about all at once? <laughs> well, more or like just. Drop them all. We all grab on. Get get winched. Oh, up. you'd like the if the fast <laughs> yes. evac. Yes. Thing. Yes. All right. Yeah. They. Uh, I don't know if they ever did it in real life, but there's always that thing. There's that ridiculous thing where they do the the balloon and then the plane comes by. Yes. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. I, I understand that they did it in testing back in yes. the '60s, but I don't know if it was ever really deployed <laughs> anywhere except in a Batman movie. Okay, well, yes, the Batman movie is the only way. They never live tested it on humans, and they found out that the G force would that knock you that the would, fuck out. Yeah. So you all your would, blood would shoot into your feet, and you're unconscious. That's <laughs> it. So my question is, who's flying Batman's plane when the plane comes by Alfred. and picks him up? Alfred. They didn't Actually, show Alfred. No, but so um, so that's not. I'm willing to accept Alfred. So that's not Batman because because he's Michael Caine. He and he can actually, fucking do it because so he's Michael Caine. In the movie, they say that um, he actually hired a mercenary group to fly that low over uh, ah. Hong Kong and pick him up in that way. I want to know who the who are the well, mercenaries that, that Batman hires. I'm see if, if Batman goes. You know, I'm going to need some. Really Morgan Freeman. I need some good. Where does he go to the Batman director? Like, let's see, uh, SAS, that's nuts, you know. The Rick Sapul. <laughs> yes, I was about to say the lead of Assassin. <laughs> They're all out of work now. They, they dropped him in a dropped him in a, a subway train into a building, right? So clearly, they're just kicking around, waiting for the phone call. Clearly, 
I killed your boss. You want to work for me? Sure. <laughs> what are yeah, the we're, we've been on unemployment. <laughs> I don't think murderous assassins ever go on unemployment. I, I think that's just a skill that's universally applicable. There's always a market for that somewhere. The rates may not be good, but there's always there's always a job. All right. So, uh, as far as the city of the living dead goes. Um, it is uh, uh, inland, but... Uh, city of the Falls. We're going to the City of the Falls. Oh, you're going to the City of the Falls? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, they're, they're both on rivers, yep. uh, just that the City of the Falls, if I remember correctly, is close to the coast. Correct. Um, all right. Uh, then let's see about going to check that out. All, all right. right. First, I want to get those cranks on. Those uh, winches. All right. Describe the kind of winch that you're, you're hoping to install, because right now, the only thing that the airship has is a big, heavy iron steel crane that folds into the side of the, the, the airship around a big cargo door. And you open the doors, as the doors slide rather than open right. in and out. They slide. And then you reach out, attach the winch to something, and you can maneuver the arm out so it's a little bit away from the ship, and you can lower control equipment, a pallet of goods, down one at a time, or tie off the airship as well. So think of sports fishing. All right. So there's a little slot here. You can sort of put in this sort of hand-operated winch. And it's sort of reverse, you know, counterbalance so you can, you know, basically winch up 150, 200 pounds on, on the winch. So the idea, and, and it's like maybe, you know, six feet tall. It's a little bit more reinforced and, and more stronger, obviously, than sort of just a fishing rod. Mm-hmm. Um, but the idea is that someone can sort of hand crank it. So you can get somebody off the ground. You're not going to, like, get somebody to go wee up. But if you're talking about getting feet off the ground relatively quickly... All they have to do is just crank, grab crank, on. Crank, 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 crank. And you're, you're going to go up, like, I don't know, a f- over... Well, Maybe they, like um, a foot or two a second. The kind of gear you're talking about uh, can be purchased and, and found at Blood Bay. That's not going to be terribly hard to come up with. Um, the question is how many of them you want to get. The Four. airship uh, probably... Now, they're going to have to be bolted into the to the cargo area. Really? Well, to, or the doors. I, I was actually thinking there could be like a slot that you could just sort of like... Well, really what you'd easy. have to do is... You'd, what I'm imagining is something where you'd have to... Um, uh, the winch would have to be slightly far because we're talking about uh, we're not talking about a, a hole in the deck of the airship. Right, they're they're going over the side. They're going over they're the, side. the side. So there <clears throat> there'd have to be an armature to keep it like on a like on a, a helicopter when they uh, have that winch. It's always on an arm, so you're not smashing the person up against either the underside or the side of the helicopter. So you're going to have to have some sort of system to either attach these winches to the armature you already have. Um, or, And then it's going to have to be holding on to the deck. So what I'm imagining is if there's a thing that you're going to crank, hand yeah. crank, um, you're going to have to have a way to bolt it to the deck mm-hmm. so it's not pulled out the, the door. Right. Um, and whether that's just a system of pins that you stick in and, 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 you know, take like a hammer and hammer the pins in. Yeah. It wouldn't be instantaneous. To be able no, to set it up. I'm thinking like, like two or three minutes to set it up. Yeah. But uh, you could take these winches and have them in another part of the car hall, bring them over to the door, find, you know, uh, pin them, hammer the pins in so that they're going to be set. Yeah. And then uh, attach the cable to the armature and out. And then you could have the armature have one, two, three, four cables. Oh, I see. You're still, okay. 
So th- th- that's what I'm. Th- or that's they what they just bang the shit out of themselves up the side of that uh, side of the ship. They could indeed bang them to the ship, but that also has the cable or whatever you're lowering grinding against the side of the ship, possibly causing a split in the metal yeah. in the cable. That's true. Uh, that's a problem. Um, as far as the uh, as far uh, as the uh, I'll go the armature way. The uh, your the thing about it won't be it won't be steel cable. You'll be able to get. Any kinds of varieties of, of hemp rope. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I expect it to be rope. And I expect, obviously, that that's less safe than steel cable. Yeah. But, you know, we're not going to be using these as our cool way of going up or down. These are if we need a rapid retrieval. All right. All right. Um, now, uh, more likely than not, what would happen is you'd grab onto the rope or you'd attach yourself to the rope with a carabiner. And then what's going to happen is the airship's just going to dump a bunch of ballast and you're just going to go up. You will then dangle from the rope or they, while they yeah. cr- hand crank you up. All right. Um. <coughs> See, I'm thinking about you guys. I appreciate <laughs> it. Because he's a humanitarian. Of the year. All right. It's um, <coughs> quarter to six. Do you guys want, you guys want to... Uh, uh, let's, how much further do you guys want to go before we uh, close down this episode? This is probably a good breaking point because we're getting to set off, getting ready yeah. to set off. All right. Well then. Yeah, All right. So we'll, uh, we'll draw this one to a close as you guys are setting off on your new expedition. Uh, if you would be so kind as to spend the intervening time before the next episode uh, of figuring out what specialized gear mm-hmm. you want to bring with you on the expedition, including any gadgeteering that you'd like to try and gadget up for the next episode, either increasing the power or the uh, durability of the backpack version of the stun device. What or, I used to make gadgets? Um, you Whatever is here in Blood Bay. You know, you'd have, no, no, no. I mean, but I mean, what resource do I expect? Uh, do you have, I don't remember, did you, actually take, my, my did you actually speed. take Mad Science? Uh, there's a there's a there is a I don't think so. Let's see here. Uh, weird science. Did you take weird science? No. All right, Somebody then, took mad science. I swear. Uh, then well, I called it science. No, the science <laughs> physics. And, uh, I don't recall seeing that listed. It's a there's an entire section. Okay. It's in the um. It'll be in your in your folder. It's not going to be in that book. Oh, it came the in problem is I looked at the folder and then I used this book to yeah. make it. Uh, it. It'll be in your, um, and it'll actually show you how folder. to do. I don't even have that folder anymore. Oh, I don't. I gave you a copy back. Oh, all right. darn. Uh, then. Um, all right. There you go. Um, check out the section on weird science. See if you want to spend your um, XP on buying some of that. Um, the um, uh, So, yeah, figure out what extra special gear you want to have along. And what potential crewman you're taking with you, whether you're taking um, Manny, uh, Manny uh, or if you're taking any uh, uh, hirelings from the yeah from the city, uh, we'll we look should into take that. some red shirts. We should actually start getting our fleet of loyal guards. Uh, start yeah, some red shirts would be appropriate. All right, <laughs> aka loyal guard, loyal, very loyal, very very loyal guards. Uh, and this right. is Jefferson. 
He has no last name, but he's coming down with us. <laughs> the... He's the guy who says things like, Captain, I see something! <laughs> ah! Yes. What was that career? Was it, so, was... Most, so most of those have a really high perception then. Yeah. And have nothing for him. There's, there's a lot of Captain, I see something. Ah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Follow the Trek people around. Yep. Um, I don't suppose anyone here has read Skazi's Red Shirts. I read the first uh, couple of chapters. But... I, I, I cracked it open in a library. I was not impressed. No, it was kind of bizarre and not terribly funny. No, yeah. I don't know why I got a Hugo, but there you go. We got a Hugo? I want to say I got a Hugo. Yeah. Uh, Skazi's Red Shirts. Hmm. Skazi's fairly, I mean, he's a passable writer. I liked Old Man's War, the sequel. Yeah, everyone liked Old Man's yeah, War. Well, maybe I'm thinking of Old Man's War. Was the one that got the Hugo. At least that's a better written book. Yeah. This thing was just kind of a goofy, throwaway, odd idea. It does feel that way to me. All right, that's it for this episode. Let's uh, stop bad mouthing yeah. Skazi. <laughs> Take that, Skazi. <laughs> uh, just just for the record, none of us none of us are sad puppies. So we're not hating on Skazi because uh, we're mentally ill. All right, let's see here. Let's see here. 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 See here.